Put industry leading, difference making, and tomorrow shaping on your to-do list. Explore Deloitte technology careers at deloitte.com slash tech careers and engineer your future at Deloitte. With the new Chevy Silverado, you might be driving in this, but with the Silverado's redesigned interior and large infotainment screens, it'll feel more like this. Introducing the new 2022 Chevy Silverado. Find new upgrades. Find new roads. Chevrolet. Podcast is intended for mature audiences. The views and opinions expressed are those of the panelists and do not reflect in any way those of the podcast partners, sponsors, or affiliates. Enjoy. Hi, this is Michael Buffer, and you're listening to the voice of the people. Let's get ready for Boxing Voice. Every day I'm hustling, 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 hustling. Every day I'm hustling, every day I'm hustling, every day I'm hustling. Mr. Vegas, you are Mr. Las Vegas. I get in every fucking shit. They want me there. TBV presents a Ring Walk with Danny. Ring Walk Danny. Yeah, Daniel. Owen Bama, only in America. Because I fight for the people. I go for you and you and you. All these beautiful kids is here. We turn a TBV into the hot 9-7 of boxing. Keep talking from Vegas. You already know if it's a big fight, I'm pulling out. Chicago, we in here. Bang, bang. From the cotton fields of Alabama to the casinos of Las Vegas. Mama, I made it. Rupert! We up early, baby. The grind don't stop. Gilly the kid ain't gonna be the only one around here doing big shit. You are now locked into the Boxing Voice live from Las Vegas with Nesta Gibbs and Ringwalk Danny. This message was brought to you by SDS Promotions. Good morning, good morning, good morning. I was waiting for the camera, fucking, that was weird. But you wouldn't know that because this is an audio podcast outside of it being video. So here's to another rough start. Early in the morning, but I got me cafecino. Buenos dias, Daniel. How are you? Good morning. Good morning. My man always has the shit energy. Look, that's why the engineer just turned to you. How you doing, champ? I'm good. How are you? Fucking swell. Swell. Sensational. All right. So uh, we're here to discuss... Boxing. Double topic. Two fights uh, made I, official. I, I, I didn't mean to do that one, my bad. Yeah. Of course, double topic, drop a bomb for that, bro. We don't normally do that. Mm. I mean, we don't normally talk about a lot of shit, but I mean, like, legitimately have two topics on deck on a regular day, not normally. Then have a current WBO champion in deck, not normally. In studio? In studio. One, one that would probably fuck you up, huh? One that knows how to rap. What? Yeah. He be spitting bars. Bars. Like, decent? Like, better than your callers when they called in last week? 
I mean, for sure, he a champ. All right, all right. And but you don't know. Now you know. Now you know. Nessa's talking about the WBO Cruiserweight Champion of the World, Mr. Lawrence O'Coley himself. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Will be joining us about an hour 45 or so. Big facts. So unless you want to tune in. Unless he felt for, uh, doesn't wake up and we cut the fuck out. We started the show with a super chat now, so let me what? read that. Yeah. Shout out for the love, even if it's hate. Nah, it ain't hate. Good. Israel Kondo Jr., it okay. is a $2 super chat, though. Okay. And he says, hashtag Team Triple G. Okay. Okay, so he going for Triple G still. Damn, Israel. What's up with that? <laughs> Yo, they said they said he was describing his body, swole. Who, you? Yeah, when I said swell. Yeah, he getting swole, man. He in no. the gym. Yo, they said Farouk says, what the fuck does swell mean? Super well? <laughs> I don't know, bro. I'll Google it. What we do know is that we're at 146,271, so you know we on the hunt for the next goal. Every subscriber counts. We're trying to get to 147,000. You know, Danny predicted we'll get to 150 by the end of July. That's uh, that's so far. I just like a thousand at a time, thousand at a time. You know what I mean? So tell a friend to tell a friend that we're at 146,271 and counting. We need you to help us get to that next level. So what are the facts, Danny? What are the facts here? The facts are that in the 1930s, Ness. Mm-hmm. Swell became a popular slang term meaning great or excellent. Mm. But it also can describe a wealthy, elegant person like a group of swells that are fat. See, that don't describe me. The first part does great or excellent. Yeah. So, boom, we good on that. But yes, we got two big uh, Mexican fights, obviously, in the month, month of September. I am a little surprised that the Andy fight didn't get pushed a week later. Why? Like, because then you could have both fights the week of Mexican independence. It would be like one the weekend before and one the weekend after. But both. Well, it is one the before. No, it's like one two weeks before. Oh, okay, because September 4th. Yeah. So I'm saying they could have they went on the 10th, which is that Saturday, because the 4th is on a Sunday. Labor Day. Well, weekend. I don't think, I think they're just trying to cut through. They know if they go after Canelo, people ain't got no money. If they go before Canelo, people that are on a budget could be like, damn, man, do I just take this one, you know? Or do I wait for Canelo? Now, motherfuckers going to be like, man, fuck it. I don't know. It, I Obviously, take, there's I, some people that's going to illegally stream it. Come oh, on. for sure. But I feel like it really depends on the undercard, uh, amongst other things. But no, uh, September 4th, Crypto.com Arena. Mm-hmm. Mr. Andy Ruiz himself versus Louis Ortiz. King Kong versus and King uh, Kong. it's crazy because I, uh, when we originally talked about this last week, I said mm, it might be past its sell date. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But uh, according to the algorithms, it's pretty hot. Okay. Yeah. Like, um, I mean, you know. It's pretty hot in the search terms is all I can say. Okay. okay. And 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 Joe Goosen 
came out on his Twitter or in an interview that maybe Michael Benson quote tweeted, but the point is, you know, he said Frank Sanchez was the same uh, uh, um, a victim of the same Ryan Garcia, Eddie Reynoso situation, which obviously Joe Goosen is believing Ryan's side of the story. Of course. So he's further backing that up, which only brings me to Andy, who's now changed trainers to someone that we don't really know. Um, Since you announced it, have you heard any new information on who this guy is? Uh, Nothing new. Um, Anything that I have found has been of him working with Andy. So uh, relatively new, but... Strange that he didn't go back to Jorge. You know, we are um, working hard in figuring out, all right, and figuring out, you know, everything and hopefully getting them on the show. Yeah. Not just learning more about them, but actually getting them on the show. So, you know, we're working, but uh, no, not much outside of his already uh, existing relationship with Andy. So, again, I'm like, why didn't he go with Jorge? Caputillo been there from the beginning. Yeah. Like, super beginning, so I don't know. It's uh, pretty strange. I mean, a lot of trainers been there from the beginning, you know? True. Like, I, I want to say he was like 2-0 or 4-0 working with Justin Gamber. Like, mm. you know, we're not asking him why isn't he going to work back with Justin, you know? I mean, Justin only has one fighter right now, too. You know what I mean? So... If you only got one fighter and that fighter isn't fighting, it's hard for you to get other people to find you appealing as a trainer. I mean... Like for Derek James, he's who he is because his fighters are doing what they're doing. Yeah, I mean... So had Plant won, Justin would have been high. And I guarantee you, Abu Ali would have went back or is still with him and would have got more popular and new fighters would have went, but he didn't get that win that he needs to get to that next I level. I mean, Eddie Reynoso's a popular <coughs> train, and obviously that didn't fucking matter because he left, so. You mean Andy? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah but obviously that goes back to the Ryan Garcia accusations. Mm. You know what I mean? He's maybe too busy and didn't learn how to manage. See, Robert Garcia has always had Big G and has always had Pita. Like, Pita's been there forever. That, you knew that, right? Yeah, I mean, obviously. Uh, no, no, literally, like, forever. Even when you think, come on, Ness, he was too young, he was there. Yeah, he was there. But helping in corners. If you go back and you start looking at the fights, looking at the 24-7s, looking at the Margarito 24-7s, he's there. You know what I'm saying? Like, some might be like, yo, he's inexperienced. But is he really? So... If Floyd has a son, which he does, hypothetically takes up boxing and Floyd is training him, what are you going to say? What's the first thing to come to your mind and Casual's minds that the son can fight, right? Of course. So if if Floyd, if Roger, rest in peace, right, had a son and trained his son, would we question whether or not his son can train people? So that's what Robert did. And his grandfather, Big G. No, Robert 
Pita's grandfather is yeah. right there with him. Yeah. I didn't even have my grandfather growing up. You had your grandfather? Yeah, yes. I, I didn't. I never met a grandfather. So from either side. So, you know, he got years of wisdom. Um, and I'm sure you can do better than me in saying some of the fights that he played role, a uh, lead. And, and Robert wasn't there. Well, I mean, obviously the big one was uh, Virgil Ortiz when... Uh, he fought Mickinson? No. I mean, Cavalascus? It, it wouldn't even matter. The fact no. is he won. But that was why Virgil left. Yes. Or or those are the rumors. And I know they said part of it was like sparring for one of those camps too that Robert couldn't find him sparring. In uh, Cali? Yeah, but like I actually spoke to Robert about, about it and he was like, yeah, uh, he had COVID, so I had to find him sparring with other COVID positive fighters what the fuck? that are southpaws. And he was like, the only one I think he said was like, uh, that's not even a thing. No, that's not even a thing. Let's just be real. Like, um, okay, you got COVID, I got COVID. Let's spar. It was. Aren't we both supposed to be quarantining? I what think. The fuck? I think it was a, a Maurice Hooker fight or something like that. I want to say it was for that fight. For that fight was the whole sparring issue. And then don't quote don't quote me on exactly. I know I have the video interviewing Robert on it though. And then the Cavalascus was when <coughs> Big G and Pita <coughs> were in the corner with <coughs> Virgil and Robert chose to go uh to Tulsa. They were in the corner in Frisco and Robert decided to go to Tulsa. And to I don't think that that's an indication though. To be there with Joshua Franco. I don't think that that's an indication, right? So like that's just a disgruntled person you know and he has every right to be because i am paying to be trained by robert i am paying for robert to be in the corner with me in those big moments yes we could become like family and 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 it might be okay for you to not be there on certain times but for virgil he's within his right as a paying fighter to want things a certain way but I want that to be clear that this is no indication that Pita's not a great trainer. You know what I'm saying? He could just be mad like, yo, what am I paying Robert for if I'm going to always be with Pita? You know yeah. what I'm saying? And because Pita doesn't have the accolades, maybe he feels like that. But like when you go to the gym or when you look, but even still, even it's when, Pita doing the pad work. Yeah, I mean, even... Even though Robert wasn't this, like, Big G was there. Like, yeah. Big G has a wealth of knowledge. Exactly. You know, so it start. you know, that's where it started. No, and I, and, and I just wanted to make it clear that just because a fighter leaves the, and he left while Pita was on the watch, it could be more, I'm upset that your father wasn't here right. versus I'm upset because you didn't do a good job while your father wasn't here. Right, right. You know, and some people can interpret it that way. Okay, I like that. You was feeling what I said that much, baby. Nah, that was a mistake. Yeah, I that know. was totally an accident. <laughs> I know, I know. We got Steve Munoz with a $2 Super Chat saying, Rayo and Pitbull will be on that Andy versus Ortiz card. Fighting each other? No, separate bouts. Oh. I was going to say. Separate bouts, separate bouts. I was going to say, whoa, 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 who's that? Nesta Gibbs. Mad Max. 
Throw the fucking snowplow in front of the Corvette. But yeah, champ, so what do you think of the Andy? Not just obviously him and Luis being official tickets going on sale. So now that it is official, I mean, I think I've already said that. So anyway, but for those who don't know, Luis Ortiz has brought in former Anthony Joshua sparring partner, Timothy Moulton, to replicate Andy Ruiz. And that's who was used for Joshua uh, the second time around. What's that name again? Timothy Moulton. Timothy Moulton. Where he's uh, where is he at? He's of? Midwest. I'll pull him up. He's 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 finally gotten the ten and zero. God bless his soul. It's 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 crazy, man. If you don't have a big big manager, and honestly, I thought something was gonna come. You know, I thought I thought Joshua's team was gonna sign him. Two five eight. Yeah, uh, he's ten and zero. One draw, six KOs. He's from Louisville, Kentucky. Uh, let me get a screen share. This is the man right here. Mm. So who got 86 in America? So for for all the U.S. hopefuls, only 54% KO. But you know he out here he out here working. You know, look, he with Guido here. That's Herman Caicedo. This is Luis Ortiz's trainer. Okay. I don't know who the fuck is that. Anderson Silva. <laughs> Talking about Anderson Silva, <laughs> Wallen. Who the fuck is that, bro? No clue. My man, that's Anderson Silva, bro. Look, he get that work. Anderson Silva again. Luis Ortiz. Yo, Luis don't be looking old, though. People like to catch that, play that old role, but do he look old right there? He looking like Ali right there with that flat top. Fuck out of here. He look old. Okay. He look old. He look old. Okay, so look, this is Moulton's body size. Just like, is this a good Andy Ruiz to you? Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Obviously, I ain't seen him fight. I don't know his style. I don't know his speed, um, his reaction time. He tries like to that, replicate but. Andy. I'm telling you, when he was with AJ, he was he was he was on some replicating shit. Look, here he comes. Look, boom! That was out there in Saudi. Mm. Like, what up, though? You know what I'm saying mayhem. What up? Mm. You see the gorilla on the logo? That's a pretty fly logo, though. Look, see the gorilla? Oh, I do. That's fine. All he got to do is win, 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 no matter what. Them shirts about to fly. Oh, I ain't like that. My bad. I'm trying to find some pad work. I seen him doing some pad work. Oh, 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 oh. This on the bag. Let's see. Andy Ruiz like? Oh, man, we can't let you hit. Uh, uh. You got to get a little faster, right? More hooks. Way Oh, faster. oh, oh. That double left. That double left. Hey, hey. Look, he was, he was able not to get knocked out by AJ. But AJ was practicing back foot boxing when he brought him in. Mm, okay. Yeah, I don't. I definitely don't think he has the speed and nah, quickness. Nah, nah, nah. There's. I gotta find it because again, he had to audition. He had to audition. In the sense, bro, he had to show them what he can do and how he could replicate Andy. I'm telling you. Look, this this him with the champ himself, Lawrence Coley. Mm. Telling you, he Me. was. And look, this the other dude, ain't this what Garcia or some shit like that? Elvis. 
I don't know that dude. Come on, fans. That's Lou DeBella heavyweight. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. Come out here wilding for respect. Yeah, that's Elvis Garcia right there. Oh, okay. Oh, shit, I ain't like that. Let me get that for you, champ. What else? What else we got here? Where the pad work? I'm telling you, he got some pad work. Maybe it's old. Maybe I got to go back all the way to when he was fucking with AJ. Let's, let's see this one. Okay, this pad work. Okay. He can't use his music, though. Huh. At least give us a little bit of shit. Nah. We, we going to narrate. See, but this is him being him. So we need him being Andy, bruh. I just want to see. I just want to hear what them pad, uh, pads sound like. I mean, you want to see what he, what he, what he spawn like, bro? Yeah. Oh, dip, slip back. Oh, boop. Oh, get off me, big fella. Oh, you pushing me? Uh. He's slow as hell. What? You don't know what? Rap, look. Oh, you see that slip back? That's them slips. Them slips was nice, but then it was like later. Here we go. Here we go. Look. Ha ha. Huh? Uh, no, that's another one. Ah, okay. Ah, ah. Okay. That double left, all right? Yeah, that double left, cool. Ah, ah, ah. Okay, same shit over and over. Let me see. Where else? Where? Oh! The man he trying to motherfucking impersonate. Huh? Oh. Kind of the same size. Andy head a little slimmer and longer and shit. Yeah, Andy tall a little bit. It's probably that little mohawk he got going on and shit. Okay. Damn, that was in Saudi too? Look, 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 look. He over here celebrating with AJ. Can I get a two time? Two time! Can I get a two time? Two time! Can I get a two time? Whoa. Oh. What you saying? He put in that work to help AJ get them belts back, bruh. Let me find. I'm telling you, it's here somewhere. Oh, look, he with the beady right there with the beast. Yeah, remember the beast was helping out too. Let me see if it's this. <laughs> yeah, combination. Oh, no, nah, no. Nah, this is the target pad, though. Damn, imagine that motivation, AJ. Let's go, team. Damn, that's it, Danny. We're going to have to try that out in the gym. Yeah, nah, for sure. There's no community like a Cenex community. And that's why every Cenex store is so proud to serve theirs by supporting local athletic teams, promoting the arts, and making sure each store is a place its neighbors can find what they need, catch up with their friends, and stay connected. It's also why we give back, helping to make the wonderful places we call home the best they can be. Your local Cenex doesn't just work in your town, it lives there. The store next door, powered locally at Cenex. I just, I he must just, have took I that. Oh, want, oh, oh, here goes some power. Want, I just want, when I get done doing it, for you to be proud like AJ was proud. Yeah, I mean, you got to have his form. You see this form? Oh. Oh, that's that Andy right there. Huh. What you think? 
He gonna get. He gonna get. He gonna get Lewis ready. Uh, shit. He gonna help. <laughs> I mean, he gonna help. You get what I'm saying? But uh, yeah, not bad, not bad. I like that double left hook. Mm-hmm. I like that double left hook. Um, I need to look up some of his fight highlights because obviously pads and bags don't hit back. I mean, but remember, he's just a spawn partner. He not, you know. He only has to do so much. He's only there to replicate, uh, emulate, and kind of motherfucking motivate uh, Lewis. But Lewis has got way more experience than Andy. Uh, Both, well, I guess they're pretty even on the high level. Mm -hmm. Where where Andy has actually had... Three title shots, or or should I say, two on a defense? Andy had two on a defense. Two on a defense. Lewis has had Parker, just two. He had the Parker, obviously, and then, um, and Lewis has just had Andy. just two. Uh, who would you give the? Who would you nod the experience factor to? They're both very experienced in the amateurs, um, but like we said, Andy does have two title shots. And a defense where Lewis just has had two title shot attempts, you know? So they're equal there, but Andy actually became world champion. How many fights, let's see. So I don't know. No, you're correct on that. I don't know if do we give the experience to the older guy that obviously has been around the block longer and done more? Mm. Or do we give it to the guy that's accomplished more? Yeah, I mean that's a good poll. Let's see, one sixty eight. That's a good poll. Who's more experienced? Does it matter? Before I make a poll, Austin, you're the casual. Does it matter in a fight, regardless of the sport? It's a fight. Does it matter who's more experienced? As long as they're both um, experienced enough. Like okay, so obviously they're at the pro level, so they have to have some experience to mm-hmm. get there. Uh, I would say that it matters because I've seen, like, just for example, I've seen uh, in you know, of course, going back to UFC because I don't know as much boxing, but uh, Cowboy Cerrone fought this young kid who was just tearing up like the entire division, and Cowboy has like four times as many fights, and he just outsmarted him the entire time. So I personally think, like, you know, it does matter. Hmm. I agree. I think it does I just think, not matter. You don't think it matters? I don't think it matters. I don't know that, that, that Lewis being more experienced is going to get him the win. But is he, though, more experienced? I want to be- believe, I'm, yeah, he's got more He's got more amateur experience, and he's he certainly has more high-level experience. He's fought Hammer. He's fought Kaufman. Wilder twice. Who else he fought on there? Allen, Scott. Who else he fought? Coyote. So I just want to rephrase my answer. So uh, (laughs) based on just experience alone, no. Because like we said, there's, you know, guys in like Mexico and the UK who are like 21 and 100 and, you know, yeah, they definitely have more experience. Doesn't mean they're good with it. Yeah, I mean, both guys I feel like have pretty similar 
amounts of experience. I mean, Andy, majority decision lost in Australia to Joseph Parker, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, Dimitrenko, and then obviously the two Joshua fights, Ariola. I don't know that Dimitrenko belongs in that conversation. Like, Coyote wasn't a loser. Um, Scott wasn't a loser. Uh, and even Allen, when 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 this guy fought him, wasn't he undefeated when Lewis fought him? Who? Dave Allen. Oh, Dave Allen. You know what I'm saying? Like, Dermitrenko, who no, the he, fuck? He never Dave, beat nobody. Dave, He's Dave, just known Dave, for getting walked over. Dave Allen was actually coming off of a... Uh, Lost to Lil- Dillian? No, he was coming off, yes, the loss to Dillian. And, and, and in retrospect, Dave Allen at least went on to beat Lucas Brown, who just fucking beat somebody. Like... Like who the fuck is Dermy Trenko beat? Just show me. I'm not. I'm not even. I don't even know if I'm 100 percent right. But I swear to God, I only know this dude for losing. Only know him for losing. I never seen him win a fight. Has he upset anybody? Let's see. Pull up the box rack. Never, never, never heard of him beating anybody. Dermy Trenko is just a dude to take a beating from another dude. Straight up. Yeah, nah, he ain't never beat nobody. Never beat nobody, bro. So that's what I'm saying. If we go fighter for fighter, I think Lewis has been in there. I'm going to have to pull it up. Fuck this guessing shit. You you pull up Andy, and I'm getting Lewis, man. Win for win. Dated all the way back. Fuck it. Whoever you pick, you first. Who who, who you going with? I got to match you. Who I'm going with? Who you going with? I'm going you could you could start with Tom Hanks and his name Tom Hanks. What's his name? Joe Hanks. He was undefeated when Andy beat him. I bet. Andy beat the shit out of him too. That, that dude was from New Jersey, man. Shout yeah. out to he was from Newark, I think. Yeah, Joe Hanks, twenty one and zero. Yeah, he was undefeated. I mean, I ain't on front though. That's the same story. Joe Hanks ain't never beat nobody. You click on that, he ain't never beat nobody. He got the 21-0 and got his TV fights and got knocked out by Andy, and then they gave him more fights because he was knocked out by Andy, but he never beat nobody. So I don't know if we want to really, really start with him, but he was an undefeated heavyweight that, that Andy did beat. Yeah, he definitely ain't got no undefeated wins on his record. But anyway... Yeah, I don't know, champ. Uh, I mean, even if you went with Joe Hanks, I would go with Monty Barrett. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And then my next one would be Latif Coyote. Poof, I forgot about Brian Jennings. Tony Thompson twice. Hell no, man. Luis Ortiz got more world world experience. Andy been Andy been bullshitting. But 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 is there an argument or not? So we can move on because we still ain't talking about Canelo Triple G also being official. I mean, is there an argument? There's no. always going to be an argument. Oh, you think? I mean, people always going to argue. Nah, but come on, man. You know, morons are morons. I mean, they're going to tell you one guy became a world champion, the other guy didn't. That's That that means something, though. Yeah. I think that means something. Um, We talked about that. That means something. I think, they, I think Andy does deserve... So, and that's what I'm saying. You give the nod to Andy there, 
Or do you also give him the nod in the experience factor because no matter how much experience Luis Ortiz has, he's never become a world champion. At least Andy has. And he was a unified champion. Uh, now, again, we tell you on this show all the time that phrases in life are real, but phrases in boxing are there. So you have to tell me, is this phrase in boxing real, Danny? You're not really a champion until you defend your title, and Andy didn't defend. I mean, he that's defended. A fra- I didn't make that phrase up. He defended. I'm just not, not letting you forget that boxing uses it. He defended just not successfully. Homie. Homie. That's some Mexican shit if I ain't never seen it. And I, I but believe me, he's probably not even trying to because I'll be like, yo, you got to be more Mexican. And uh, you're kidding me, right? <laughs> you can't make a. De- Austin, come on, you're the casual. He said he made a defense that just wasn't successful. I mean, to defend is to be successful. No, that's like, bro, you could defend your girl out in public. Don't mean that the motherfucker you defending her from won't beat the shit out you. I you can like, still defend her. I feel no, like I, think in, you, I think you call that he tried to defend her. No, you did defend no, her. No, you I mean, didn't. If you get your ass beat, you, you embarrassing yourself and her now. I'm not saying that's not embarrassing. No, but sir. I don't know. I always that heard, might be another poll. I always heard in combat sports, you're really the champion once you defend it. Thank you. Like, right. yeah, you win the championship. It still means something, obviously, because you're the champion. But it really shows like how good you are when you defend exactly. it. Exactly. And in boxing, they say you're not a real champ until you defend that belt. That's that phrase. I ain't make it up. Mm. It was here before I got here. But the other facts that we need to discuss are that Canelo Alvarez and Gennady Golovkin trilogy clash lands at T-Mobile. So we're in for a treat. Now we actually have a date. Do we keep waiting for October? Well, we always how many, had, how many we days always, away? How many days away? We always had the date. We just never had. No, um, no, 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 Danny. You're, you're, uh, thank you for trying to correct me, but I'm not talking about an actual date for the fight. I'm, I'm talking about a date for an appreciation night. See, we, we knew the fight was official. We didn't know where it was going to land. Right. Now we know it's in Vegas. Right. We can choose that as an appreciation night date or continue to wait to see if Earl... And Crawford gets done and do it in the alleged October day. So I was asking you to check how many days away do we have from this actual T-Mobile Arena uh, site and date in case we choose to move our appreciation night. days. Mm, damn, that's less than 90 by four. Can we get it together in that amount of time? How many I just say? You said 86. All right. Okay. And then the alleged October day, 129. That sounds beautiful. Four months. That's over four months. That's a little county bid, baby. You can get it together right there. He said you can get it together right there. What? What? All my junkies, they get out of fucking, they they, they kick their dope habits in 120 at the bing, baby. Let's go. I don't know, man, because Canelo does bring them out. Who will have Las Vegas more popping? You've been living here seven years. I have to leave it to you, but we will make that the poll. Even though I know everyone is going to pick Crawford versus Earl, but I'm going to still do it. I'm still going to do Canelo Golovkin or Crawford Earl. Who has the city more popping? 
even though a lot of you are maybe not even qualified to answer this because guess what? You ain't from the city. But we'll try it anyway. What do you think, Danny? We'll have it more popping, and what do you think the poll will indicate? Because, you know, what you think and what they think is always two different things. Or could be. Man, it's hard to say. It's just, you know, people come out, you know, uh, the Mexicans come out for Canelo, Mexican Independence Day. Then you got, like, uh, what like what do they have going? Wasn't it, like, Latinos or Mexicans for Golovkin or some shit? So they're going to come out. I think we all expect the same outcome in that fight, but with Bud and Earl, you know, such a close fight, a fight we haven't seen. My opinion, a far bigger fight because you have two different champions versus, you know, Golovkin's first fight at 68. I can't choose a word other than slang, bro. What the fuck? (laughs) What's a synonym for lit? Turn. No, that's more slang. Oh, uh, because uh. I'm like Canelo versus Golovkin or Spence versus Crawford. Who will have the Who will have Las Vegas more hype? Festive hype is still slang. Festive festive seems a little too Christmassy. Yeah, festive seems a little weird. Motherfucker, you weird. Are or, they giving uh, any suggestions? I guess you could say. Like, I was gonna say excited, but doesn't that doesn't even. Fit in that sentence well. What's the chat saying? The chat because I can't see it whenever I'm building a pose. Fucking crazy. Uh, if you're watching this live right now, do me a favor, por favor, hit the thumbs up. Toca el. How do you say this shit? El pinche dedo. <laughs> <laughs> Toca el pinche dedo. Hit the thumbs up. Let's get this show out there. Let's smash the algorithm. Let them know that you guys are congregating right here. We're talking live boxing. The number to call in and give us your opinion on both topics and the poll question. Who's going to have Las Vegas more lit? Is it going to be? So they're saying popping, crunk, electrifying, electric, invested, electric. Popping is also um, jumping. Electric is a good one. Jumping. Riled up. You put like a lie. They say, man, just put lit. Excited. I'm going to put electric, l- excited. I mean, popping, electric, tantalizing. <laughs> that was CYP. <laughs> tantalizing. Ignited. Ignited. That sounds like some shit's about to pop off. I love that one. <laughs> <laughs> Um, do we do more options? Man, no. Canelo Golovkin, for sure, will be the answer, right? And then Spence Crawford. No doubt. No diggity, no doubt. I'm not going to lie. What I'm seeing in the comments is not what I was really... Don't say it. I don't want to see it. I want to see it come back. So I still have two options that we can do. Is there, is there some unicorn fights out there? No. What do you mean by unicorn fights? Something that the people would say, fuck both those fights. Tank versus Haney would have the city more lit, even though that's not even official. Do we? Now we're going too far off. That's not official. But so it's not. Spence Crawford isn't official. 
I mean, you're at least about, it's rumored, though. Yeah, I was about one fight, more official one than fight that's yeah, 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 talked yeah. about in one yeah, fight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm reaching. I'm reaching. It's show business. No, but uh, so that's it? Leave it there? I would, yeah. I really don't want it to be in September. What, the appreciation night? Yeah. Why? Is it, is it a bad month for Vegas? Um, I went live with the poll. Well, you would, uh, the appreciation night would be the night before the fight, right? Yes. Yeah, so it's like my birthday. Is your appreciation night? I mean, if it were to be the night before Canelo Triple G, it would be. What a weirdo. Who wouldn't want their birthday to be on an appreciation night where all these fighters get to be and celebrate your birthday with you? Yeah, but that's what I'm saying. It's not about me. It's like the appreciation night. So I wouldn't even want to. You get what I'm saying? But, like, but, that's but why we couldn't still have the caterer come out with this big ass cake with your face on it, have a fucking female sing you happy birthday, Marilyn Monroe style. You know, what do you mean? Because what if the people ain't coming for me? They coming for you. So then they're going to be like, damn, we just got fucked. Like, we don't even like ring walk. You know what I'm saying? This guy is, nah, this I is, just, this is definitely TV here, right? This is like nah, where we're I supposed just, to play the sad music. Nah, bro. Like, I, I told you this, you know. Honestly, I don't remember ago. you telling me this. But yeah. all right. I mean, I guess that's something we have to consider. Superstars come out for mega fights. But which one's the mega fight? Oh, wow. Canelo Triple G is at 52%. So the poll is live. Canelo versus Golovkin or Spence versus Crawford? Who will have Las Vegas more popping electric, etc.? Uh-oh. It's even 50-50. So we'll let that simmer, or should I say, a la Barbarum, marinate. See, there's like, people are saying like, Tank versus anybody, like Devin ver- like can't say anybody because it's like, what if it's like Tank versus Rayo? It's not really, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But maybe Rayo brings the whole fucking Phoenix, Arizona to over here. Even though he's from Washington? Yeah, I don't know. He's so right about that. He is from Seattle. He, like, even if he were, it's still like... Bro, I don't know. Like I seen him post the other day. Like I got like this. there's there's really like levels. <laughs> like you know, uh, I think CYP or somebody said like Tank versus like Ryan. Like Tank versus like Devin. Um, you know, Ryan versus To. But you got to like line the fights up. But yeah, man, I think those are the only two logical fights for options right now. Mm. No AJ Usyk for you. Even though that'd be closer, that'd be closer uh, to what? That's like in fucking Jeddah. Yeah, I'm, no, I'm saying closer in time. What do you mean time? Oh, I get what you're saying. Never mind. Never mind. I get what you're saying. Because why would people come to Vegas for AJ, AJ and Usyk, right? Yeah. Yeah, that don't even make sense. I wish they would have done it here, but you know they're getting that that retirement money. Because if AJ loses again, that's three losses. He's got no ties to the belt now. I don't know that he continues. I mean, he just signed like this fucking massive deal with the zone. He's gonna continue. They're gonna get him fights. Do you think it continues if he doesn't win those fights? They think he's gonna win those fights, just like they thought he wasn't gonna lose them. I don't know, bro. I, I'm not saying you can't rebuild them. I'm not saying you can't rebuild them. Why the fuck would I ask for your calm, Tim? Why would you ask for my fucking my fucking vape? Like why? Like we don't be passing the L. 
True. True. <laughs> like what? But my man's just finna pass the fucking combs that he brushes to you know his facial hair with. Like, come on, man. Yo, Adam Shelton with a five dollar super chat saying spend. Matter of fact, my man's ain't even have a charger for this. I charged it for him so he could indulge. So he could indulge in his habits. Adam Shelton with a wait, $5 wait, 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 wait. Because you certainly skip. Who else? did you get to Steve Munoz? Yeah, oh, yeah, you did. You did. So uh, Boozy, I'm on Boozy. What about DA? Yeah, you didn't get the Dago. Let me see. Yeah, so after after Steve Munoz, who said Rayo and Pitbull will be on Andy's Ortiz undercard, we got Dago in the 619. Cali Factor says, Salute. Y'all keep coming with the great shows. I got Canelo stopping Lil G and Ortiz stopping Ruiz. And Ness, I met you at the Haney versus. Le- I know, I know. You got the ball head. And I, th- I told you, you look just like. Um, the actor only in that scene from Baby Boy. What's Baby Boy's uh, friend name that he punch everybody? Like, look at that little thing. He think he tough. Remember that scene when he punching everybody? Man, this guy, man. Fucking nah. young ass kids, man. What am I doing with this young guy? How you never seen Baby Boy, bro? Oh, I seen Baby Boy. No, you didn't. I'm moving on. I Bougie was... and Broward, not Miami. Wasn't paying attention to what you were saying. That was all. That was all. He says, why my name not green on the tub? I'm a Patreon, fam. On the tub? Oh, I think he meant, like, you see how his is blue and my man shit is green. Adam Shelton. Who said nah, because, because Patreons and YouTube members, two separate things. Adam Shelton with a $5 super chat saying, Spence versus Crawford is the biggest fight in boxing, but these Canelo's... Fans but are explosive. Are explosive, yep. Laughing out loud emoji. I don't know, man. Do you think it's the Canelo fans or just the fact that people think now that Canelo lost, Triple G has more of a shot? I think because Canelo lost, people feel like Triple G now has more of a shot. Hmm. I don't think because he lost, he has more of a shot at all. Just no, saying. I don't think that, but I think people are gonna. No, I know, I know, I know, and I'm just saying this. I'm just making sure it's that 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 that, that you know it's clear that I am saying I don't believe Gennady has any more of a shot than he did before this fight with 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 Bivol and Canelo. You know what? I think we asked the wrong question, us. I think we asked the wrong question because Why? at the end of the day. Mm-hmm. Oh, well, I mean, Canelo Golovkin is still, you know, below Spence Crawford right now. But at the end of the day, what like what fight is our fans going to attend more? Are they going to go to Canelo more or are they going to go to fucking, you know, Spence Crawford more? Because they're the people that are going to be attending the appreciation night. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, Canelo notoriously does huge ticket sales, so that's... You guys are getting Canelo for appreciation night, right? Weekend, <laughs> weekend of his fight, he can come in, right? Yeah, I mean, you never know, you know. It's Vegas! You never know, baby. You never know. From here to September, you never know what happens. You know, who do we need? We need to get J-Lo in the chair. She's too old. Who would, who would get Canelo's attention? J Balvin. Oh, yeah, J Balvin for sure. Put Bivol in the chair? Nah, Bivol would get his attention. And we were supposed to get Bivol. Let me hit him up. What up, Bo? 
<laughs> I've been hitting Bivol up. But you ain't hitting his manager, right? I was definitely hitting the manager up. Vadim? Yep, and he yep. was saying give him some time like after the fight. Yeah, but that was a while ago. Yeah, and then I reached back out to him. He was like, give him some time. He was like an extra week. Bivol might be hurt, bro. I don't know. Mm. When was the last time you heard that? Uh, maybe a week or week and a half ago. Oh, I, yeah. I sent the email. No, it's definitely time to touch back. That's uh, that's over ten days. It's time. Say no more. My man probably back on back from the Mykonos where where he went on vacation. So check out Bivol's. Ask page. Mr. PBC what he thinks about getting Bivol on the show. You'll get an interesting response. Hmm. PBC. Okay, this is in. Oh, he didn't. He didn't tag it. Uh, I know he on chill with the familia. Damn, bro. But he beat. He beat. Bro, he beat Canelo, and posts pictures of beating Canelo. Hmm. I mean, I guess that's good engagement. That's more than half, well, less than half of his subscribers. It's so strange, bro. He didn't do no numbers on his own IG beating the the the, the one of the faces of boxing. It's crazy. This is what I'm saying. These guys, man, that don't talk, bro, that don't give you more. It ain't it ain't enough just to win a fight, man. It's so unfortunate. So what do you mean he ain't doing numbers? Like what you expecting him to do? Bro, look at this picture of him. Screen share. Picture of him hitting Canelo. Shit only got 200,000 likes. Bro, that's not a lot, bro. That's right. not a lot. How much is the average? Like 500,000, 600,000? That's what I'm saying. He's got 500,000. So in, 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 in IG, yes, that's good for his numbers. He's getting good engagement. But again, it's still not even half. Right, in comparison. You know what I'm saying? And I just know other stars in boxing that, you know, do that and didn't beat Canelo. No, I hear you. I, I get, I like, I see which, where you're coming from, that's and what you're saying. But it looks like we're ready for our first guest of Let's the day. do it. Destiny McCubbin. Hope I didn't fuck that up. McCubbin, see, I ain't fucking. Hello, up. Destiny. Yeah. How are you? Guys, I'm good. How you doing? We're good. good. We're good. Nice to meet you. Nice to meet you. Thanks for having me on. I'm excited to be here. Thank you for coming in. So, are you local to Vegas? Uh, yeah, five years local now. Okay, yeah. so you transitioned. Where'd you move from? Uh, Utah. Okay, yeah, that's so not too far. Hop, skip, and a jump away. Yeah. So, yeah. what brings you to Vegas? Fighting. Uh. Uh, came here to pursue my career, just better training and stuff like that, you know, than I can find in Utah. So what is your amateur record? Uh, I am as a, uh, an MMA, I'm five and five and then, uh, boxing three, you know. Okay. Yeah. And which is your love? Uh, <laughs> um, MMA, boxing is my first love. That's what I started in, but I've grown a passion for MMA, um, and set out a lot of goals since I've started my MMA career. So I think that's kind of like where my heart is at right now, you know, finishing what I started. But um, I have my, a lot of my, my coaches in my ear, especially my boxing coaches, you know, trying to get me to transition over and stuff, especially with the way women's boxing has grown so much over the years, mm-hmm. you know. Um, 
And like boxing is my my strong my strong point. So I think about it all the time. I really do. I'm actually preparing for a boxing tournament right now. Um, I'm competing uh, at the convention center on July 1st and 2nd for UFC Fight Week. Uh, so yeah, I'm getting ready for that right now. So I haven't really been in the MMA. So wait, tournament. UFC is putting on a boxing tournament? They're doing so it's at the convention center and like fight week. They do a bunch of things for people to check out. So they're gonna have a lot of meet and greets going on in the convention center, as well as I'm pretty sure jujitsu tournament and a boxing tournament. Um, just stuff for people to you know check out. I mean, it's free to the public, so I think it's just kind of like for some um, you know some publicity and stuff like that for the fight week. Okay, so do you have an opponent? Um, I, uh, it says that I matched twice. They don't tell you who, but I, um, I actually seen yesterday, they see my name on the roster and then it did say that I have two match bouts so far. So, but they don't tell you who or anything like that. Wait, so they're, it's going to be amateur. Cause you said you're three, and know, as a pro, no, 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 three. no. Three and oh in boxing. As an as amateur. A- amateur. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So I transitioned to boxing pretty quickly after I started fighting. All right. And how old are you? I just turned 27. Okay. Yeah, I feel, I feel old. <laughs> Do you? <laughs> that sounds extremely young, especially for women's boxing, too. If you decided uh, to go full-blown uh, boxing. So as of right now, for as a career path, which one do you find to be easier for you to navigate and maybe get the publicity or the fights that you would need? I feel like... Um, and I, maybe that is why, you know, like I'm where I'm at. Um, I feel like MMA is kind of where I would get, um, the publicity that I need and stuff like that, just because of the people that I know in MMA rather, I don't know a lot of people in the boxing world as much. Um, you know, the manager I'm going to be signing with Danny Ruby, he's pretty big in the, in the MMA game, um, manages a lot of UFC fighters and he's got some pretty good connections. He can get me in with the, the right promotions and the right fights. Um, like I said, boxing, I don't know too many, too much of it yet. Um, uh, I have, I have a pretty decent relationship, pretty close. I mean, being so far apart, we're not as close as we could be, but me and Amanda Serrano are uh, pretty good friends. So I feel like if I was to go ahead and make the transition, uh, she could, uh, definitely help me make it a smooth one. So as an MMA fighter, what is your strong suit? Boxing. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Box. So you prefer not to be taken down? Yes. Yep. And I'm always the one. I'm always, usually when people fight me, they're trying to take me down. Not, not a lot of people want to stand with me. <laughs> so you're signing with Daniel Rubenstein? Uh-huh. Okay. Yeah. How'd, uh, how'd you meet him? Uh, just being in the fight game and on like Instagram and, you know, people who you know, stuff like that. Um, he's been following me for a while and reaching out for a while through my amateur career. And now that I'm about to make the jump, him and I have been in contact for like, you know, a couple months now. And he actually just texted me yesterday, told me he was sending over my my little, you know, my little box with all my gear and clothes and stuff. And uh, we'll be putting pen to paper here soon. So, mm. yeah, very excited about that. So, obviously the big... MMA league would be the UFC. Is that the goal, or have you are you considering the new league PFL? Um, I mean, yes, I think UFC is the goal um, for for most of us. Uh, it's kind of like it's what you see when you start your when you start your this dream this you know this journey the big UFC um, and. Yeah, obviously that's what I would like to be, but I'm also not opposed to Bellator. I think Bellator is an amazing promotion, and they take really good care of their fighters. 
And um, now they have Eagle FC that's starting out that Khabib's running. And I hear um, within a couple of years that could be a top promotion as well. I know he's paying his fighters really well and he was in the game for a long time. So he knows what fighters need. You know, UFC, I think, could pay their fighters a lot more than they do. And um, I think that Khabib is going to definitely be doing that. And then PFL would be awesome, but they just don't have a small weight class for women. The smallest is 155. Um, but I would love if he... I'm a, I'm a flyweight, 125. So I would love if he added that oh, division. Okay. That'd be awesome. Because, I mean, I'm an extreme couture for MMA. So Ray Seffel's right there. You know, it'd be, it'd be really cool to be on his promotion. What'd you think of uh, Kayla Harrison, who a lot of people were considering... Uh, you know, the next big woman in the UFC, right? She was making a lot of noise, and then she chose to not go to the UFC. That kind of stirred up, uh, you know, and I feel like it, I think it helped realize, helped certain fighters realize, like, I don't need to go to the UFC to maybe get an opportunity or get make some good money. Do you, do you agree with that? Do you feel that the, because I'm going to be honest, I feel like the MMA world's a bit monopolized. Uh-huh. I, I think I'm like, it's the UFC, and then it's like, cool, like, Bellator will get fighters, like, maybe that are either coming up or on the way out, and same with, like, PFL, and it's like, mm-hmm. you know, I want to see more competition, and because of that, I think that that helps, what you said, pay fighters more, too. Uh-huh. I mean, yeah, I think that... She, yeah, I mean they they're not going to match her pay obviously. She's making she's made a million dollars what twice, you know? Um so I mean I think that there there's re- the reasoning behind that definitely has to do with money, but I also I'm not sure if she could stand with some of the best women in the UFC like Juliana Penne, you know what I mean? Amanda Nunes. Um they're training partners, but I would really like to see how those training those training sessions go with her and Amanda Nunes, you know what I mean? Mm. Um and yeah, Bellator catches people on their way out as well as PFL. Um, and I think sometimes sometimes those fighters on their way out that end up there end up doing way better than they were under the UFC banner. I feel like to, to get a lot of money in the UFC, um, you have to you know be high up. But nowadays it's a little different because they're offering that that bonus, which people are hitting. Um, my, my my best friend has hit it twice, Cheyenne Blissmas, you know what I mean? So um, there's money to be made, but... But, yeah, I definitely think that other promotions are paying um, better. And uh, even starting out in Bellator, there's people that can't even leave Bellator because if they do go to the UFC, they're going to be taking a major pay cut because Bellator Bellator does take care of their fighters, you know what I mean, especially if if you do well. And that's why I'm not opposed to going to Bellator because I actually think I could do really well in that that, uh, promotion. Um, So, yeah. So, uh, did you have an injury earlier this year? I did. I did. I, I had. I've had two pretty major injuries back to back. Both two weeks out from from fights. Actually, they were supposed to be my last fights, and then I was going pro. Um, and now I'm just like, okay, I'm not going to do another amateur fight. I'm just going to go straight to it. You know, because even my last two fight camps that I was supposed to have, I leveled up so much. Um, but yeah, I broke my ankle January 24th, and I was supposed to fight uh, February 3rd. How'd you break it? Wrestling. Mm. Uh, yeah, I was uh, an MMA practice and a teammate. We were, we were wrestling, you know, and I was two weeks out, so I was I was strong. I was I was pretty on point, 
And um, she went to go for like a body lock takedown, and I based, you know, I based really well to the ground. So when she threw me, my foot kind of stuck, but my body kind of went, and so. Yeah, my ankle was on the other side of my foot. Mm. <laughs> it was pretty gnarly, yeah. Gnarly? <laughs> Sounds horrible. Uh, did it hurt immediately or would you still have the adrenaline? Um, It was like I hurt, but it was also kind of like shock. I was like, ah, you know, like, so oh my God. So did you freak out because oh, it was looking? I freaked the heck out. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, I was screaming and mother ever, mother ever. Why? You know, I was, I was, uh, it was, it was painful. And it, but. It almost seemed like it was just dislocated or maybe I'm just tripping. And I was like, it's fine. I think it's just dislocated. Coach, I'm going to be fine. I'm going to still fight. And Coach is just like, Coach Dennis Davis at Extreme, he's like, yeah, for sure. You're going to be fine. And then like later on, I talked to people and they're like, no, nah, girl, we all heard that shit snap. Mm. <laughs> we were just we were just uh, being nice. <laughs> I want to screen share this because uh, I, I want to know. Is this for IG or is this real? Were you really going to the gym every day or this once in the blue? How, how, give me the story behind this. No, this is real. <laughs> I was doing this every day. Um, after I broke my ankle, like I said, I went through two pretty major injuries. And um, it was a lot to get past the first one. Um, we'll get into that. But it was a spine injury. Woke up uh, paralyzed on the one side of my leg and so it was a lot to get back to where I was to even be able to take a fight camp so then when I broke my ankle literally two weeks out I was in the best shape of my life um I was I was ready I didn't even want the amateur fight I was like I'm ready to go pro now but I'm gonna do this for my coaches you know what I mean um and then so when that happened I was like I am done I am I'm done with this sport I I'm you know I'm never stepping foot on a mat again I was very hateful I was very upset um and then about a week into it you know I'm at home I'm depressed uh I still got my cast on at this point and I'm like, you know, I'm going to I'm going to do what I can. So I grab the egg weights and I shadow box hard as hell for five, mm. five, five minute rounds. You know what I mean? I'm doing push ups with one leg. I'm doing everything I, I can. just seen that picture. Yeah. And uh, and then, yeah, once I was fine, once I got um, the cast off and was actually like able to go to the gym. Yeah, I was in there um, hitting the bag on the chair, begging my coaches to hold for me while I sit down. You know, no matter how silly it looks, some people tell me it looks like a circus. I'm like, I don't give a shit. I'm doing what I can do. Because I don't want to lose. I didn't want to lose um, just being able to, like, just keep. Like, my main thing was I wanted to have my conditioning in my arms still when I did come back. I didn't want to, like, that's why I was shouting with the egg weights and stuff. Because that's hard to get back, you know what I mean? So I just wanted to do everything that I could to stay in shape everywhere that I can. And I mean, yeah, it was a major injury, but at the same time, it was only my ankle. So I was actually able to still do a lot. I just could not put pressure on my, on my, my leg, on any weight on my foot. But you'd be surprised how much you're still able to get done with one foot. <laughs> when did the love for either sport start? Because you are 27 and haven't turned pro yet. Yes. Um, let's see. I was... I started training when I was 19 and um, had my first boxing match right before I was 20. So I, I turned 20 in May. I had my first boxing fight January of 2015. Um, but so like the summer before that is when I started training and uh, my love was, it was, I just went in, I was like in a pretty dark place in my life at the time. I went into a, I was like, I just want to, you know, something to keep me on the straight and narrow, basically. Went into my first gym, which was actually an MMA gym. Um, and literally, that was just kind of the rest of my life from that moment forward. Like, after my first practice, nothing has changed really since. Wow. Yeah. So, what dark place? 
Um, so um, I was I I I grew up I grew up in a certain lifestyle. Um, you know, uh, gangs and stuff like that was kind of like a big thing in my life. I fought a lot growing up in the streets. Um, you know, I. I'd, I'd been jumped. I'd been in a lot of in a lot of in a lot of bullshit. And then I got caught when I was about eighteen. I got caught up with the wrong guy. Got hooked on some drugs with him. Um, finally, when I did get clean, uh, I was just like I had gotten clean, and then I kind of fell off again. And then when I kind of pulled myself out of it again, I realized it was like an epiphany. I was like I'm I wasn't here put here to do this. You know what I mean? Um, so I was like, I actually got into CrossFit at first. I just wanted something to, like I said, keep me straight and narrow, mm-hmm. almost like a new addiction, you know, something to keep my focus. And I actually got into CrossFit. I did that for about six months, but then um, my mind started to wander again. It wasn't enough. And then I, we were watching fights. We always watch fights with the family, you know. We Why watching- do you think it wasn't enough? Um, it just. Have you ever been to this gym next door? For CrossFit? <laughs> no, I haven't. But. They are insane in there. They're intense <laughs> right. in there. CrossFit's intense, it is. But I guess the passion wasn't there. I'm not... Were you, did you... Did the six months, was it enough time to get bulky? Because those girls come out of there, they look like they lift some real weight. It was enough time to to lose weight. Okay. Yeah, to lose weight. I was... A head, like, before fighting, I was not an athletic person at all. I never... I mean, I played basketball in junior high. But, you know, other than that, I was not athletic at all whatsoever so um you know everything i have now i've i've had to work very hard to get it's not a natural i wasn't actually talented it was kind of like a you know work harder so i could be reaching here but was the relationship abusive and that's why you were looking for something to make you stronger no um the relationship wasn't abusive i had gotten out of uh i was just like i had gotten out of some stuff and uh, I was in a really dark place really depressed and I was so young and naive and um the guy I was with did the drugs and he was you know he's he was a gangbanger and he sold it just like all that stuff and um he, I hate him so much for this because I was such a young kid and he was he was older and he was like you know this will make you feel better da, 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 da. and um being so young I just you know fell right into it and mm-hmm. yeah well, you definitely pulled yourself out of that, yeah. and you're about to have your pro debut. I am the boxing guy. He at least watches MMA and, and pretty well-versed in it, and so is my engineer, Austin. Okay. Uh, yeah. But I just keep going back to the broken ankle more than once. No problem. And you saying to yourself, my strong suit is my stand-up game then why even go back to MMA? Like you said, you were upset. You you didn't want to see a match, so why not hit the ring and do what you obviously do best? <laughs> the ultimate question, right? Like, yeah. My, uh, well, for me, because again, he, I mean, she kinda he watches it. both. What? The passion? I mean, I mean, obviously having the connections in MMA oh. and obviously, uh, you know, so women have more exposure. Because he knows there. more than me uh, in MMA what would be the equivalent of that manager in boxing? Oh, uh, no, nah, I ain't. No, but Dan, I definitely know Daniel Rose. Uh, but that's Rose what I'm saying. Yeah. So who, what would be his equivalent in boxing? Like, how big is that? Is he D- Keith Conley? Is he Al Heyman? Is nah, he- the, I'd say like a Rick Merrigan. Okay. Rick is doing his thing right yeah, now. I'd say like a Rick. And like. Because it, it matters, you know. It matters who you know, so I understand the Big decision. Mm-hmm. And if this person can put you in a situation that's going to better your life, it's obvious. Right. Um, 
but it matters who that person is. And if he's saying, and you know, that person is that powerful, because Rick can do his thing. He's got a lot of fighters. So. Uh, yeah. Danny Rubenstein is, is uh, in my opinion, one of the best in the in the game for sure. And like I said, with the connections, he's really close with like Sean Shelby, the matchmaker, things like that. But I think I think a lot of it is me being stubborn too. You know, like um, like I said, I set out for this, and I feel like the part of me feels like if I transition over, I'm quitting. Or like I'm bitching out in a sense like, oh, your body can't handle this. This keeps happening. This keeps happening. This keeps happening. Maybe you shouldn't do it. But I'm like, nah, like I can do it. I, I know I can do it. I've, I told myself I was going to do this seven years ago, so I'm going to do it. Do you have no interest in doing both? I've seen I've seen several women do both. I do have very much interest in doing both. That's kind of my game. But, but, but is your manager going to be with that? See, we haven't really had the discussion, but that, that is kind of my game plan is to do both. But at the same time, like me just preparing for this boxing tournament, I realized it's kind of hard to do both. The timing's different. The, the Your stance is different. You know, the cardio's different. A lot of different things. So, like, I haven't even been in the MMA gym for three weeks. I texted my MMA coach yesterday, actually. I was like, hey, coach, sorry I've been MIA. I'm preparing for a box tournament right now, you know. So, it's just I haven't really been in there. Cardio is certainly different. Very different. You know, like you can wrestle five, five-minute rounds, but can you go in there and spy, spar five, three-minute rounds? Very different. Very. Yes. Sparring. Because, I mean, Serious. wrestling cardio is intense as hell, too, and it's very hard to acquire that. But at the same time, it's so different. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? It could be the best shape in wrestling, but can you spar five, th- three-minute rounds in boxing? So speaking of sparring and being in Vegas five years now, who are some of the women that you get this stand-up work with? Are they all MMA, or are you using some of the female boxers that come to Vegas or are local to Vegas? Um... No, I've had I've not like the toppest in, in boxing anyway. I I get to spar a lot of the top in MMA uh, because I'm an extreme couture, and we get a lot of females coming in town. I mean, it's the home of Misha Tate. I work with Misha Tate a lot, um, so I get to spar with some really tough girls. And everybody at Extreme Couture is basically almost in a you know big promotion. We've got PFL, UFC, Bellator. Um, you know, Invicta. I get to work with a lot of Invicta girls. In the boxing world, I've um, been uh, honored enough to uh, work with Amanda Serrano. Nothing crazy in years ago, but um, she hasn't really been out here to train for a while. But, I mean, that's that's an honor, you know what I mean? Um, and then I work a lot with uh, Leanne O'Malley. She's, uh, she's a pro out of Vegas. Um, she's actually preparing for a fight as well, same card as I am. Or not same card, same night as I am. But she's bigger. She's uh, She fights at, like, 50. 54, I think. But that's one of my main sparring partners. What's her name? Leanne O'Malley. She's kind of new in the boxing world. Um, but, uh, and then um, Leslie Hernandez, she's from Phoenix. Uh, she trains out of the MMA lab, but she um, had about like 50 amateur boxing fights. She's she's phenomenal. She's She came out here a couple months ago and um, was kind enough to ask me to spar with, give her some work. And uh, that was it was it was really it was really awesome to spar with her because she's she's amazing. So big shot boxing is where you train for boxing, right? Yes, sir. Mm-hmm. So and there's no women there. Just Leanne, really. Okay. Yeah, I'm kind of like his main female fighter. Oh, mm-hmm. do you uh, not spar with men, or how does it go for you? Because Obviously, it is different than boxing. No, I do spar with men. I will, uh, you know, like smaller weights and stuff like that. Um, but yeah, I'll de- I definitely spar with men. Yeah, definitely. Because I mean, it's hard. It's it's kind of hard to get. Like I, 
I don't really have a lot of females to work with at the boxing gym. So it's like if I bring someone in, which coach will let me bring girls in. Sometimes I'll bring girls in from uh, Extreme Couture that, you know, just want to get some boxing rounds. But okay. uh, yeah. So Leanne is 41. Mm-hmm. She's older. Might have to get her in here. Oh my gosh, that would be awesome to get her in yeah, here. She's, connect you know, us. She's connect up and us. coming and she's got a fight coming up and she's I, I got to know the story. At 41, what is she doing exactly. right now? Exactly. And she, 41 and she is a freaking brute. You know what I mean? Like me and her, I, I posted the other day um, a little clip of our sparring. She doesn't um, look 41. And I was like, I watched our video, our rounds and I was like, damn girl what a fight we had you know like we go at it like shot for shot bell to bell she does not back down she's a heavy hitter she walks she's forward. local to vegas too uh-huh yeah from cool. from Eng- from new england from england though oh yeah. really mm-hmm. wow yeah i mean o'malley i figured that she was from ireland right or irish yeah but i didn't know you know that she would be mm-hmm. from the uk so i do have some questions from the people, James Valdez in San Antonio says, "Are you a pet lover? If so, what you got?" Yes, I <coughs> am. Excuse me. Um, I I uh, had a basset, basset hound pup. Okay. Oh my gosh, my girl Millie. Um, uh, when me and my uh, ex had split up, I had to leave her, but be behind with him. But I mean, you know, she's good. She's in a happy home. He takes really good care of her. And but yeah, basset hound. And ever since, like basset hound, I feel like it's such a random breed. You don't really mm-hmm. see a lot of basset hound owners. But ever since, I'm like, that's my breed. I'll always be a basset hound or- owner. But I love all animals. <laughs> uh, we have. Ruin a 504, which is New Orleans. He says, do you think people would take women's boxing more serious if they fought for the same amount of time and rounds? uh, Excuse me. Same amount of time and rounds. Doesn't women's MMA fights for the same time and rounds as men? Yes, but um, it's different again, you know. The cardio and everything's different. I don't like sparring five minute rounds or, or fighting five minute rounds in boxing. No, no I think three. he means three because like women only do, do two in pros. Women only do two in pros. Oh, so if they're going three, I mean, I don't, I don't, I think. What, what's the clock on when you spar for boxing? Three minutes. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's the complaint. Most women are like, we want to do three minutes. We would get more knockouts if you gave us that extra minute. But the commissions, the sanctioning bodies are saying to give that extra minute, I guess, can do some sort of damage to a woman, which is kind of sexist, really, like to say that you can take less punishment than a man in one minute. You know, that's that's really silly to me. Um, I don't know if it would make I don't know if people would take it more seriously in a sense, but um I think they yeah, they should definitely just give it to the women. That's and silly. obviously, you know, a lot of women feel that a reason you know, a big reason they're advocating for it because they're like, Oh well the pay. I, well the pay because if we get more knockouts we're more excited, more if people we're more watching. exciting and appealing, we get more money. I guess that's true. Yeah, mm-hmm. I see that for sure. Because Christine Martin was on huge cards. Because she bled and she, you know, made people bleed. But um, I got Young Tigre also from San Antonio that says, if a person does not have Canelo in their top five pound for pound, what would that be hate? <laughs> uh, yeah, mm, yeah, I'd say. Really? <laughs> would you not? I mean, yeah, I think so, too. It's like kind of hard not to put him in the top five pound for pound. Yeah. Yep. yep Definitely. Yep. <laughs> I have Brandon in Houston that says... Uh, 
There was a mind numbing debate a while back on this very show. And I need a settle. Excuse me. I guess he meant to say, I need you to settle it since you have more credibility to answer than anyone. Which sport is more dangerous, boxing or MMA? Mm. She's going to say MMA. She broke her ankle. No, no, no. Um, I think boxing, you take way more damage to the head. Thank you. Oh, wow. Like those ground and pounds are not damaged. But you're not there for long. You might be taking damage to the head for two minutes straight for how many rounds? I mean, I see. I just when seen a on- highlight of Anguno, Anguno chasing some dude, finally knocks him out. Dude's already asleep. He's still fucking yeah, punching but the they shit let him, him stand back up in boxing. They'll be like, oh, no, no. Come on. Stand back up. UFC, yeah, it's, yeah. it's over. If you're if you're if you're not knocked out, they make sure they give you like a sobriety test. Like walk this way, <laughs> walk that way, come forward, put your hands up. You know they want to make sure you have your, you have your faculties. Belly, your head. Yeah. <laughs> no, I, I think I do think I still boxing to me. Yeah, the, mm. the amount of damage you take to the she brain. She would say that she's an MMA fighter. <laughs> no, no. I mean MMA is brutal. It's brutal. I mean MMA's put Look, me through I, the ringer. I always think back to that guy who, who, who whose head got fucking caved in. Oh yeah, that's <laughs> oh an my anomaly. Gosh, right? Anomaly. Or, or Yoana when she had the big. Oh, you know, I didn't even. Yeah. I didn't even know her. I'm oh. telling you. Yo, who's my, who, who was my man's? Oh my god. We don't have. See, we don't Recently. have this in boxing. You Yo, know what we have. Oh, Hasim Rahman, 20 years ago, had a hematoma. 20 years later, Thurman had one that was nowhere near as big yeah, as Rahman's. Nowhere near the Like, we don't have man. those things that y'all have. I can't date back to, hey, remember that time his arm fell off? Yo, who was or, it? Think about the, the ew, picture I sent you. The McGregor thing with the foot. No, no, I sent you the, the worst one, which was... Uh, Chris you, Weidman when oh, he, when Weidman he yeah when he when he snapped his leg in half and then yeah. tried to step back down on it oh that was but a good even one. the McGregor was disgusting that look, the, the foot yeah <laughs> yeah I broke my fucking ankle that shit looks fucking like <laughs> that was me <laughs> it looks like rubber it was crazy oh, oh. yeah Mm-mm. shit's gnarly <laughs> can I get a screen share uh oh my god look we don't have that in boxing <laughs> oh I watched this one how that happen he got punched. Uh, oh my god yeah it was the yo, last and that's Overeen or whatever was his name yeah mm-hmm. Alistair Overeen I used Overeen? to love that guy just cause like I wanted, I was as tall as him I'm like I gotta get in his shape yo, bro they used to call then me. I find out he's juiced to the gills yeah, th- he was tested over like nine the limit right yeah they called him Uberim for a reason bro but yeah here I am trying to get fight. to his body size naturally my man was juicing <laughs> that was at the end of the fight against uh, oh he just fought um the closest thing to that we He's have fun. is um, you would have to like Google. My, I don't even know the name of the dude that Margarito had knocked his ear off. And it what? was just flapping. Mm. Oh, That's the closest thing. I'm telling you, we don't have that in boxing. I don't see how it's more dangerous, but I get it. You're <laughs> up, everyone's entitled to their opinion. <laughs> so, okay, your fight is when for this tournament? And how could people get tickets? How could they see it? Is there a way to stream it? July 1st. And second, and it's free to mm. the public, so you just walk up in there. I'm not exactly sure. Here in Vegas? Yep, at the convention center. Where is that, Danny? I'm new. I'm only three months here. Oh. The show's brought me here. I'm originally from New Jersey. It's like by El Gordo. Okay, the, yeah. the one we go to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, so by the resorts. Mm-hmm. Yeah. World. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Which is funny because we're actually going to a UFC Fight Week event that, that same night, the first. Okay, yeah. They have UFC, f- what? Anuela's? Yeah. Yeah, he tried to play that off. We're going to a UFC. He's trying to get my audience to believe I'm going to an event. No, I'm going to a concert to see Anuel. You have free tickets if you ever want to go. You just have to tell John. No, thank you. 
I'm boxing over here, baby. But, like, <laughs> but for free? For free to go and like probably meet Dana White? Nah, Why listen, not? I went for free like to this it. thing in Miami. It was like a triad thing. Oh, my God. It was so brutal. I, c- I don't understand why y'all do it. <laughs> they, he w- they were bleeding so much. It's like, no, that's not, I don't know. That's not safe for me. <laughs> but I am going to see Anuel. I'd rather see Anuel. There you go. So are you Mexican? Uh-huh. Okay. Yep. Yes. Speak Spanish? No. What? I know. I know. Oh, my gosh. How are you going to put me put, wrap me out like that, man? Oh, my God. <laughs> no, I know. I, I wasn't really raised with my Spanish-speaking side. So, mm. yeah. Yeah. Lost out on that. But that's all right. What um, do you think? Is, can, do you think he's like you or he speaks Spanish? He's Mexican. Does he? Can you tell? Uh-huh. Okay. Yeah. I'm going to say that you can speak Spanish. One thousand percent. He can speak very well. Yeah, all right. He puts me to shame. I'd be like, no, you translate. <laughs> Who did he translate for? Was it Showtime? But yeah, he chose. He translated for Showtime for the Roly um, really? Media Workout. Wow, that's so cool. Yeah. Hell yeah. Yeah. Can yep. I get a so, screen share? I got that. This don't even look that bad. Come on, what is? Oh, oh, that's the guy. The margarito guy. Oh wow. Oh, but ew. but then I. And that's that's Paul Wallat. And we got uh. What's that? Vitaly. Oh. Okay. And that was with uh, Lennox, right? Yeah. That's got stopped. In the fifth. It's just, it's all brutal. You know, we're out there fighting, fighting, kill or be killed. Mm. <laughs> Ooh, here go another one right here. Who's that? That's the, Barrera? Gotti. Mm. Oh, yeah, but come on. He was a punching bag. <laughs> no disrespect. Hassim. <laughs> but punching bags hey, get. That's a big one. Yeah, no, that's the one. Hassim Rahman. Uh, punching bags get, you know, the seams bust. Mm. Mm. El Diablo. You see this stuff and you're like, why do we what is why do we do this? You know, it's crazy. <laughs> you also have more for concentrated the glory, head for the trauma. Glory. I know that's right. Yep. Uh man, I was gonna say something. Oh, I wanted to test your level of boxing. I guess not really. But you being here five years now, Canelo is official for T Mobile Arena September seventeenth. Crawford Spence is rumored October 29th. Which fight do you think has this city more lit? Crawford Spencer. Really? Uh huh. Wow. Let me see where our poll is at. Oh, yeah. They have 57% for Crawford Spence as well. Why? Why? Because I, I feel like Canelo, no one does more ticket sales than Canelo anyway. Like, I don't even understand why it's a debate. I feel like, and oh. then he just lost. So people that believe in Triple G, I feel like they think Triple G has more of a shot now. Yeah, I mean, we've seen the fight, though. And um, I, Canelo, obviously, is amazing, like I said. you know, um, But is like Mexican pride, you know, they all show up. So that's, that's I think that's a lot of why, you know, ticket sales and stuff like that. But, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm stoked for Spencer Crawford. So, mm. yeah. Who you got in that one? Spence. Hmm. Um, I have one that just came in for you from Sir Saya says MMA has more short term but frequent injuries, but boxing has more long term, long lasting damage. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't agree with you, CT. I don't agree with him. Just listen to Mike because Tyson of, talk. Yeah, the brain. You know, so many shots to the head. Like, and in MMA, a lot of stuff is finished on the ground, and not all the time to punches. Right? You know. We have another super chat from uh, Julio Guzman that says, she's very pretty. What is her ethnicity? But you said Mexican already. Ethnicity. And he said, best of luck to you in your career. Thank you. I appreciate that. (laughs) 
and I think that might be the last one. You have any more? Uh, no, I think we got through all of them. All right. Well, uh, let me refresh. And if not, can you give out your social media? We'll take a quick intermission and take a picture with you, and then we'll be right back. Actually, we do have two more that came in. Bougie and Broward says, is a kick to the face the worst hit in the UFC? If not, what is? Mm. And thanks for coming on, champ. They kick to the face the worst. Um, I mean, yeah, depending if it lands right, I suppose. You know, you're taking a shin to the head. It's like a baseball bat to the head. Mm. But um, gosh, there's there's so many the worst, you know. But uh, I mean, you see some of those those kick to the knees and shit. People slamming on, stomping on the knee. I think that's pretty brutal, you know. Mm. I guess it just depends on how it lands. I think MMA is brutal. Are they still doing like flying knees? Yeah. And like you can jump in there and land on someone with your knee or is that illegal now? Uh, I don't know if you can jump and land on someone with your knee. Mm. I mean, I suppose it's legal. I, I, when, yeah. They're not always accurate though. Right. Like a flying knee is not the most No, but if thing. a person's down and you just come fucking knee. Oh, you, yeah. You can't hit them in the head with a leg or anything if, they're, if their knees are on yeah, the ground. Yeah, grounded opponent. Yeah. Yeah. Just in the head, but like I can come down and like knee on belly hardest. Ain't that how Neon Belly became champion? Who? Yeah, Aljamain Sterling. Yeah, because he got kneed in the head during the championship fight, so the other guy DQ'd. Oh wow! Yeah. Oh, so they got okay, and yeah. then he defended it, yeah, and he kept it. Yeah. Oh, so he's but a real not, champ. He ain't defended against the same guy. No, but he still defended the championship. Yeah. So he like but actually, versus a credible guy. Yeah. Oh okay. yeah, yeah. No, okay. I got. But I'm saying I was. I felt like, I, and I was rooting for Aljamain in that fight, but he was losing that fight. Oh, definitely. He was losing that fight. He, yeah, because that guy came back and then easily beat the next opponent that he had. But it wasn't like a Montel Griffin, um, Roy Jones thing either. Mm. If you remember that, I don't. Who's the next Ronda Rousey? Ronda Rousey. Um. Does MMA or UFC? You don't really see a lot female- of Ronda Rousey style. Much anymore. Well, I don't mean style. I mean, does a woman get to that height again? I feel like after her, you know. Mm-hmm. I mean, gosh. I feel like Misha Tate has some buzz because I'm a super casual. I do not watch. Yeah, and Misha. Tate, so if me- I heard your name and I know it, it's for a reason. Um, and Misha Tate's going down a division. You probably didn't know that. Yeah, she's going. She's about to. Um, for UFC Fight Week, the that big card, she's going down to the, she's making her flyweight debut versus Lauren Murphy. That's your weight. Yes. Oh wow. Yep. Mm-hmm. You think you'll have enough time to catch her? No. no. She'll retire. I think so. How old yeah. is she? Mm, Danny, you don't know. 30. Not off the top of no, my head. Me either. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Can I get a go? This ain't boxing, huh, Danny? Nah. So right here. Oh, this is your card. Yeah, yeah. So this is UFC Fight Week 2022. So see where it says the Ultimate you, Invitational right below? Oh, right here? Yep. The Ultimate Invitational, 9 a.m. Las Vegas Convention Center, free and open to the public. Yeah. That, July 1st? July 1st. July 1st. And then if you look over to the second, it's also right there as well. Yep. Yeah. And this is going to be a boxing match. Yes. Oh, I know where I'm going. I'm going to go film. Uh, I mean, I don't know if uh, I don't know if you'll the fights will be at 9. I'm pretty sure we, we show up at 9 and weigh in. Yeah, and then I don't know really when I'll fight. They said sometimes it could be dragged out, but yeah, nine a.m. But you'll be posting. I'll be posting. Yep, and there's a lot of other things going on, so you can come check it yep. out. Hold on, let me get Walk that around. screen. See, this will this will be going right here. The official International oh. Fight Week concert mm. featuring. Shout out to Danny. He got me some birthday tickets. 
about to go see Anuel. There's a Mezita. lot going on. There's a lot going on that weekend. It's gonna be cool. Oh yeah. Cool. Yeah. Very cool. I'm excited. That's official. Got to be part of it. Let me refresh before we do way. get up. Um, I do want to ask you, how has your Foodie Fit journey been? How That's has right. That experience. I been? see you. You're oh, a rep. I yes, I've been with Foodie Fit for about two years now, basically since my wow. last fight. And um, even before then, even before they were like working with me, taking care of me, I still went to them. I love Foodie Fit. Me too. And they just get better and better. Mm-hmm. Honestly, I think they're slept on. Yeah. You know what I mean? Definitely growing more now, but they're slept on. They're cheap. They're good. They're local. You know, I love Foodie Fit. How'd you connect with them? Um, I mean, like I said, I just, I, 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 before they took care of me, I went to them and I shared oh. them a lot. And then I reached out to Charlie. Um, yeah, shout out to Charlie. Shout yeah, out shout out to, to Charlie, Charlie, Priscilla, all of them. I love them all. They're all awesome. But I reached out to him and just, you know, I said, hey, I have this fight. If you could take care of me for this fight. And he did. And then continued after the fight. So I, I guess, I guess they like, you know, what I do. I love what they do. So, yeah. We love what they do because yes. they got me slim. Shout out to Food Fit. Yeah. They, I, I, I mentioned them to every fighter that walks in. Every, every, every interview. Uh-huh. I tell them because I think it's good. Um, he's kind of like I've lost, but I feel like he's like I lo- I've lost twenty five pounds. Really? Twenty five. Oh and it's it's been only what like two months, a month, and some change, and not even two full months yet. Heck yeah, that's awesome! Okay. Congratulations. So, so yeah, that's no, accomplishment. But right now I'm going through like this thing. I'm like. Let me guess, turkey sausage and egg for breakfast again. <laughs> no, but oh, I, I'm obsessed I with think, their burrito, the bean and egg burrito. See, he doesn't have a bean and egg burrito. Not anymore. They they they, they take it and bring it yeah. back. But oh my gosh. No, I but I think he needs to get um, the seasoning. It's called like Fit Men Cook, and it doesn't affect your diet. It's like mm. suppose mm-hmm. no sodium and things like that. Because I like sauce. He's like, saying yes. He, I'm a sauce person. Oh well, just buy oh. some sauce, bro. <laughs> like like if I just you know like drench it with fucking drench. Yeah. It's already with some salsa? of those plates are very spicy. Let's be real. I I, I ate a few bites <laughs> and my head starts to sweat. Oh, oh the my Mon- god! I had no. the Mongolian the Mongolian beef, beef. beef for dinner the other day, and I'm like, fuck. I man, actually nah. love it though. Nah, it Shout was, out the foodie fit, <laughs> but. Let's yeah. go ahead and take this picture. Can you give out your social media one more time for anybody crazy enough not to be following you can do so? Yes, definitely. Uh, my time underscore McCubbin. And then uh, also check out Big Shot Boxing on Instagram. That's where I train and uh, it's a really cool gym. So check What's it the out. address of the gym? Oh, I'd have to like look it up. I got it. I got, got it. it. The address of the gym. They're open Tuesday oh, through Friday, on. 3 p.m. to 9 p.m. Why no Monday? Um, Sunday, Monday is kind of like, um, his Sunday takes off. Monday's like his cleaning day. It's a very small, intimate gym. He's in there Saturdays, but that's more private as well. Mm. Yeah. Like if you're, you know, a fighter, you're working with the coach, stuff like that. Um, but yeah. So Mark Velotta, he's the, he's the owner and head coach over there. But we also have coach JL, Sharky. Um, they're all, you know, amazing coaches that we have. But Mark, he opened like, oh, I started going there in like 2018 and there was like nothing there, nobody there really but kids. So he's grown so much to where he's at now. He's got UFC fighters that he works with. Um, he's taken me up very, a lot of levels and, you know, we're about to make our dip into the pros. So, yeah. Well, I just reached out. Uh, let them know to hit us back. We'll get them on the show as well. And uh, oh, yeah. and your your friend, Leanne, Leanne O'Malley, I wouldn't mind as well. Awesome. I will let them know. All right. We're going to take a quick intermission. Take this picture. We'll be right back. All I need is one hit. Overdose on you. No, it's true. 
All I need is one hit Overdose on you Nah, what's up? Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen We are back, we are back, we are back We're supposed to get Lawrence Acoli He has been hitting me up back and forth I don't know if, I don't know what's up, though The champ, like, yo, we doing audio video I'm like, in person? He like, yeah, I know, but video or audio? I'm like, video? Just like, say yes Video, like, what's up? But, uh Let's see here. Do we have any callers on Discord? Yes, we do. We have Venom. Venom, what is up? Oh, he just left. Let me see if he... Uh, uh, we got TBV's People's Champ now. TBV's People's Champ. Brandon in Cincinnati. What's going on? Remember to rate us five stars on iTunes. Subscribe to YouTube.com slash The Boxing Voice for the latest and greatest interviews with your favorite fighters. Hello, ladies. Anybody that knows me, know I've been a player, whether it was in Alabama, Ohio, or anywhere around the globe. TheBoxingVoice.com. I've been smashing telly slips, man. I didn't have to become a millionaire to get that caliber of woman. The people's choices. One of the fan favorites. The guy that can galvanize this crowd, such as myself. He's too ugly to be the world champ. The world champ should be pretty like me. The AJ of Truckin'. Yep. Brandon in Cincinnati. SDS promotion. TBV, gentlemen, good morning. How are you? What up? Yeah, man. As far as the Canelo Triple G, we knew that was happening. No shock here. No, no, we're we're talking uh, the announcement of the 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 location. We didn't know it was going to be in Vegas, guaranteed. We didn't know what a uh, what location in Vegas. Now we know it's T-Mobile Arena. Only thing we did know was the date, September seventeenth. But we do want to know what you think would be or have the city more popping, Crawford Bud or Canelo Triple G. I mean, it, it just depends on the demographic. You talking about brothers like me? You know, young black. You know hip-hop type of guys, we want Bud and Earl. We don't give a fuck about Triple G and Golovkin for real, but, you know, the Hispanics and Latinos will come out in droves for uh, Canelo as well, so it'll probably be about the same, in my opinion, just different demographic, but as far as the Ortiz and Ruiz, that's an okay fight, man. I ain't gonna lie. If it's $40 pay-per-view, like that discounted rate, I'll fuck around and buy it if the undercard okay. But if it's 80, nah, he ain't getting 80 out of me for that. But I got uh, Ruiz stopping Ortiz. I think Father Time finally about to catch up to the old man. But yeah, other than that, man, that's my call. Y'all have a good day. All right, all right, all right. Thank you for calling in. Are there any other callers on Discord? Uh, neither. Oh, we need to wait for a Coley now. We'll take a quick intermission and be right... No. <laughs> uh, you got something roll? We do need a Hadidin break. Shout out to Hadidin, our good partners and friends. Uh, um, I do. You, yes, I do, actually. Without you, I just wouldn't be the best that I am every day. Oh, no. We happen to have three smoke breaks oh, on the screen. Oh, smoke break. Uh-huh. But I'm waiting for the post to come up for Lawrence Akoli so that I can at least yes! pin that, share that. Yes! Uh, and yes! we're we're just waiting for a yes! Coley. We do have Mr. CYP. Oh, what up? Yo, yo, yo. Cut it. Cut it. What's up, champ? 
Yeah, yeah. I, I was thinking about that, and it was a. Uh, I'm gonna base it off of what I've been hearing. You know, I'm I'm with the people every day, and the people are talking about Crawford versus Spence. Now, I look at it like this: it's, ask yourself this chat, chat assholes and hosts. If you got two, there's two buildings next to each other. You got Spence and Crawford over here. You got Triple G and Canelo over here. You can walk into any fight you want. Now, ain't nobody telling you what to do. Which fight are you going to walk into? That'll tell you which fight you really want to see. Not two different at two different times. Which way are you going? I think 90% of us that listen to this show are taking our ass to Crawford versus Spencer. We cannot, we cannot wait to see what happens in that fight. We kind of know, kind of feel, it's guaranteed what's going to happen over there with Canelo and Triple G. Just because Canelo lost the bivouac don't mean losing the 40-year-old Triple G. Like, I... I do not dislike Canelo enough to make him lose against dudes that he shouldn't lose to. I don't want him to lose versus Bivol. I don't want him losing versus Triple G. Triple G, it's time for you to hang it up with your bullshitting ass. Get up out of here because 168, you shouldn't even have an opportunity to fight for undisputed at 168. That's ridiculous. That's ridiculous. There's so many dudes that are in line, like Benavidez, who should get his shot at undisputed. That's bullshit. But regardless of... I'm taking my ass to the left. There's no way in here I'm missing that Hagler-Hearns fight if I have the opportunity to see it. Y'all need to cut out with that 50-some percent vote. Even y'all even y'all Latino fans who love him know damn well you're taking your ass to the left with a Canelo jersey on. <laughs> You'll be sitting at Spence and Crawford with a Canelo jersey on because you're a damn traitor. Viva la Mexico! CYP out. Um... I don't know. I think that Mexicans are a bit tribal. So if there were two doors, they would still go down the Canelo door and watch the Crawford Spence on like playback just because they want to support. They love to support. Am I wrong? What do you think would happen? Both fights, same day, just like when Canelo fought Josecito Lopez and Martinez fought Chavez. Look at that day. You don't have to test it. Now, obviously, totally Chavez, different. no. Obviously, Chavez and Martinez are not Spence and Earl, but Chavez was undefeated. Martinez was undefeated. Martinez was the real champ that he ducked. Chavez ducked him. They stripped Martinez, gave him fucking Martinez belt to Chavez, and Martinez finally cornered his ass. And they did good numbers against Canelo's old, you know, cinnamon ass. So I don't know. I don't know. Even though I'd answer my own question, it felt like the better fight did mess up Canelo's numbers. He didn't do bad, but he didn't do his great, normal great. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, differences. It was like, you know, Josecito. Was a welterweight moving up. Right. You know, this is uh, two undisputed fights. Two undisputed fights. One guy's making an undisputed defense, and then... Two other gentlemen are putting their belts on the line for Undisputed. So, I don't know. I feel that the Crawford versus Spence is the better fight. Mm -hmm. The fight that I've been, um, you know, clamoring over for... Get the fuck out of here, man. Damn, bro. Your primito not happy that you're picking Crawford and Spence. Primito. They be I, they be I. Julio Guzman with a fight out of Super Chat saying, I'm a Latino and rather see Crawford versus Spence. Canelo versus Triple G, been there, done that. Word. Let me get to some of these super chats we did miss during the interview. Looks like we got Profound Dreamer that says, Boxers actually died during competition. This has yet to happen in MMA. Because he put an exclamation point. 
Sir Saya says, boxing, more long-lasting head trauma while MMA, more bodily injury. Our Jonesy, Andy owes me 200 for that AJ2 Lewis by stoppage. Who do you think wins that? I don't know, Andy. Andy did so ass versus Ariola, and he's been out since then. Yeah. I think maybe Lewis is the favorite. Think so? Who did Andy beat for for the championship? Bro, Lewis was Lewis was let's be real. Lewis was beaten Wilder in the second fight. The first fight he wasn't, but then he had that moment. moment. So he's done better in heavy in like I guess I can't say that because Andy actually won the belt, this motherfucker. Yeah. It's hard to say because, you know, I feel like Lewis did good. But, you know, if you get blanked, you get blanked. And Andy didn't get blanked and got the win at least one time. Bougie from Broward says, how do I become a member? In the description, there's only one link. That's how you become a member. It's right there. Let me get a screen share, Austin. I need to maybe just change this to say join this channel's memberships instead of join this channel to get access to perks. Maybe I need to edit that. But this link right here, right here, let me see. Boop. You click that and then you get a nice video of me, myself and I, telling you, join Patreon. Hey, how are you? That's me. Preferably YouTube members. This wait, video- wait, wait. Take it from the top, Ness. All right. What's up, ladies and gentlemen, Patreon family, and YouTube members, preferably YouTube members. This video is to let you know that our membership is obviously open and you can join our members. And uh, once you become a YouTube member, you'll get access to different levels, different content, live streams, live chat for members only. So you can join at the prospect here. You can be a contender or you can be a TBV champ and join. So uh, click that link in the description and become a member to unlock a bunch of features, especially emojis during our live fight chat. And uh, you also get a, a free super chat every month as a member. So check us out. Thank you. Thank you. You're welcome. You're welcome. Any callers? Yes, we got True Roll Tide. True Roll Tide. Roll out. Mm-mm-mm-mm. Roll out. You gotta unmute. You gotta unmute, B. I keep forgetting that. Yo, TVV, what's good? What up? Good. Ringwalk, what's good? What up, what up? What's happening? TVV, smash the like button, man. It's, it's free. Do something with yourself. Oh, man, Ness, y'all, y'all don't know what I'm saying about Canelo and the Triple G, man. And, uh, we all know he's going to get stopped. We all know it. Uh, we we will, Of course we will go to, and it's like um my boy Brandon said, it's depending on the demographic who you ask. If you ask a Mexican, um, I'm sorry, Danny, not you, but <laughs> majority of them going to go to the Canelo fight, no matter who he fight. He could be fighting my cousin, and they're going to pick that fight. Your cousin the- a fighter? Nah, oh. that was a joke. Yeah, they, 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 they could fight Danny. They can look be fighting Danny, and they're going to pick that fight over let's, the Arrow Spence. Let's call it you naming know? rights, since we both have the <laughs> same the same last name. Yeah, yeah. So it's crazy, man. Um, but yeah, the the better fight, the best fight is Spence and and uh, Crawford for sure. I got, 
I got Ortiz. I got Ortiz, like like Brandon said, I think the fall of the time. Ruiz, I mean, I got Ruiz. I mean, Ortiz just, is he 52? I don't know. But um, I think part of the time, just probably catching up with him. I got I got Ruiz, man. Shout out to TVV. Shout out to you, champ. Who we got next? We got Austin. Venom. Venom. Yo. Yo. I think the Canelo versus Triple G fight would be bigger because if you look back at the last fight they had, they had LeBron James in attendance there. They had like Le'Veon Bell tweeting about it, Chance the Rapper tweeting about it. So if they did that, 1.1 million pay-per-view buys, and I'm pretty sure the gate would, would have been bigger, then they're just going to do the same numbers. And for Spence and Terrence Crawford, I don't remember the last time Spence fought outside of Texas. So can he, is he really a, a big draw in, to sell, to have a big gate? Because we know Crawford isn't. Um, I mean, I think that Earl definitely is. He has shown to do good numbers, not just in Dallas, but Los Angeles as well when he fought Sean Porter. So I think he'll be just fine. All right. All right. Anybody next? All right. We're going to take a quick intermission and give uh, a Coley some time. I just messaged him and he's like, I'm on a call. I'll be on my way. But should have been there. Nah, man. Jelly Bean. We'll be right back with the WBO Cruiserweight champ in a matter of moments. Moments. What What up? What up? What up? What up? We back. We back. Danny don't like it, but we is back all right danielle yo what do i always say danielle it's not danielle fucking crazy in spanish it is though daniel see daniel daniel whoa daniel what's up oh all right we're back i didn't know you were here bro we're back. We're back. So Lawrence Acoli said he's on his way. All right. He said, I'm in route, allegedly. Allegedly. He's in route. So we got David Maldonado with an untitled question that we didn't get the answer three days ago. He says, we're going to go to 40 Thief because this is shorter and David's is way too long. He doesn't want to learn a lesson about. Unnecessary long is questions. Still one of those like super duper like yeah. Impossible. He's like, here's a new series. What's your favorite fighter's most important greatest five wins and why? Floyd Mayweather Jr. For instance, for me, his five most important greatest wins were Canelo, Pacquiao, De La Hoya, Cotto, and Corrales. On that note, what's Canelo's five? Let's talk about it. The fuck? I didn't know I was doing assignments and shit. Sounds like a lot of work, man. What are we talking about here? Canelo's last five best opponents. That ain't what that say. Canelo's best five opponents. Greatest five opponents. Wins. Greatest five wins. Okay. For what? Like just cause? That's his question. Oh, uh, so we just doing whatever he say? Okay. Um. So... Do rematches count? When I leave my glasses, bro. 
Do rematches count? I mean, uh, it's, it's your fucking five. It's your five man list for the greatest. All right. Uh, cut to Danny. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go number one. Gennady. You gotta go Gennady. Then number two. Number two, Koto. <laughs> the shirt, the glasses are around Nestor's shirts. Right? Yo. And then I'm Don't go, you love your job when you can be I'm that go, fucking high at work that you forget your glasses are on your go shirt? Trout. Right? And then I'm going to go plant after trout. And then Kovalev. What about you, Ness? All right. Yeah, no, I agree, bro. I, I agree. I think those are some really, really solid ones, truly. What did you say? I'm texting with fucking Nicola here. You want this guy in a chair or what? Huh? Oh, that's funny because I got the Okoli messages pulled up right here. And what it says? It's in route. In route. In route. In route. In Ruta. In Ruta. He said ETA was 825. Let's see. Yeah. You think I got time to eat my parfait or should I wait? You should wait, man. So your breath ain't parfait. I mean. All right. Next question is the town versus end of watch. What is end of watch? What movie was that? End of watch with the two friends in the car that's cops. And they the one homie recording this shit. And then they end up... In the oh, with Jake Gyllenhaal? That shit Sad was fire. Movie. Yeah. That shit was fire. Yeah. But he said, the town, come on, all day, to this day, East Coast till I die. Who you got? The town was really good. It yeah, was, bro. Yeah. Ben Affleck and them shined on that movie. And that dude who ended up being a superhero after that. That's how That's how mm. good he shined. He became, he became like the arrow or some shit. Not the arrow. But what is it? Eagle High? Some shit. The dude that shoots arrows. Hawkeye. Hawkeye! Uh, Training Day versus The Departed. Isn't The Departed the one with Tra- DiCaprio or is it Vin Diesel? I don't know Training Day, though. What you mean you don't know, Because I don't know. Nah, bro. Because How old are you, know. man? You don't know? You don't know? You talking about DiCaprio and Jack Nicholson, B? With Matt Damon and Mark Berlberg. What? What? All star cast. Martin Sheen? Nah, you can't. What's the sc- what's this uh score it got on Rotten Tomato? Uh Whoa! 90%, bro. I know check training day. Yo, 90%. Let's see, training day. Training day. I remember that one too, man. That's Denzel with the little what he had a what was that? A a a a Buick Regal? On Dayton's, what he got here? He got, oh, told you. Because remember, Departed, I think Scorsese directed that too, man. Just all-star mm. cast. Training Day is good, though. Mm. Is that 73% Rotten Tomatoes score and only a 69 metric. Yeah, Rotten, Rotten Tomatoes would be so inaccurate. Scorsese, when he said Marvel movies aren't cinema? Uh, I mean, you know, because for him... I guess because the, the the script is there in a sense. Comic books were there before the movie, so yeah. They so said, how, a, "They said, how do we get in? Can somebody go check? Are they here?" 
Oh, Bo, what do you know? Check the back dough. Yeah, yeah. Training day, bruh. Damn. Denzel. They said, who's Mark Broberg? I said Wahlberg. Oh, they must have heard. Crazy, Broberg. yo. Yo, IMBD got training day at a rating of 7.7 7 out of 427,084 votes. Homie. Homie. Mm. What about the move? Ruin the 504 says, what about the move to Las Vegas? Could have gone better. Oh, fuck. Uh, I mean, you know, it would have been great to move here when there wasn't a bidding war for houses and when all these Californians weren't looking to migrate to Las Vegas. So it creates competition. Um, what could have been better? I wouldn't have had to drive across country, you know. That would have been better not to have to fucking drive here. That would have been cool. You know what I mean? What could have been better? Uh, I think that's it, man. I think that's it. Mm. You know, really, I'm happy to be here, you know. Um, I don't think I've ever would have had the courage to come. I would have always feared the cost of living. I would have always compared, you know, what it costs to live in Jersey, what it costs to live in Florida versus what it costs to live here. And, and, and I've, I would have always said no. Uh, but being here, I know it's better for the brand and better for the show. So definitely happy I've made that move. Definitely happy, you know, we've been able to meet so many great people. And uh, it's, I'm excited, you know. I'm excited to see what a full 12 months of Las Vegas does for the show, for the brand, you know, and, and, and for the relationships that we, we are trying to grow. Speaking of grow, we're at 146,292 subscribers. We're trying to get to that next goal of 147,000 subscribers. I know Danny has a goal of 150 by the end of July. I, I, I like little goals. I want to win every day. That being said, we're about to have the champ on the WBO champ cruiserweight division. Lawrence Coley is in the building, will be in studio with us. And, uh, you know, it would be good if you tell a friend to tell a friend exactly that. And since you're telling them that, you might as well tell them to subscribe. Hit that notification bell so you get notified every time we do go live. Because we went live twice on Monday already. And we'll go twice tomorrow. on Thursday. Which is you know? tomorrow. And then we'll go twice. And multiple times on Saturday. Because we got BAM fighting. Right? Yeah, band fight. Well, not this Saturday, but another Saturday from now, we'll 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 be on multiple times for sure. No, I think this Saturday. Well, he makes sure that's tight. So, well, uh, so once again, Lawrence Coley will be coming in the studio in a few seconds. He's already in green room. So, if you want to go ahead and ask him a question, you know what to do. Head on over to patreon.com forward slash the boxing voice. Drop your question and we will read it to the champion. Granted, if you don't make a ridiculous question, you know what I'm saying? You know how that goes. No, how it is. Yeah, yeah. So it'll just be once on Saturday. Once on Saturday. That's what I expected. Next. Damn, not even next week. It's the July 9th that has a lot of fights. Man, just two. Nah, they got the Caesar fight. 
We got to watch that Caesar versus Beltran. I mean, not got to, but Caesar's up and coming, man. Mm. And we haven't had a Panamanian fight in a minute. Right. I think the last Panamanian fighter that's been nice was Celestino Caballero. Shout out to Celestino. I've seen him. Oh, yeah, we got to schedule July 13th, too. Who's that? Katuto uh, Ioka. What? The 108 champ. Who? The 108 champ. What? I don't know. This guy crazy, bro. What time of day is that? Gonna be 3 a.m. Nah. His name ain't in New Way. He don't get it like that. Man, shit. He outside that pound for pound. He ain't in that pound for pound. Nah, in it. He ain't even in the discussion. Nah, he in the discussion. He ain't in that discussion. He in the discussion. He ain't in the discussion of waking up at 5 in the morning, 3 in the morning. That's insane. He's not a real boxing fan. I I guess I'm not. You know what I'm saying? Okay. The sauce's gloves weigh more than 108, bro. Look, Do they? He, he's quiet because you don't Do know. They? You don't know who we the source is. We waiting on you, banging on the door. I know. He. I don't know. He over here. Look. Look at him. He on. <laughs> Bobby. Bobby Wilder. What up? What up, Lawrence? Oh, big man. All right. All right. All right. Okay. Got the belts. So how are you, man? Yes, I'm well. I'm well. Thank you for asking. How are you? I'm good, man. Blessed. Blessed to have you in studio. Blessed to be here in Vegas and have this opportunity to uh, do our show every single day out of a studio. Yeah, you feel free. Feel no, free. No, Shout out no, to RX. You don't drink okay. RX? Um, no. What, you wild hydrate? Uh, neither. I just, I, I don't know. I don't, I don't like purified water. I don't oh. know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So what yeah. you want, some regular faucet water? Just um, some, some... Some tap? Some spring from... Oh, see yeah. if we got some other... No. You know? Okay. Not, not to not to attack your... your no, 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 no. Listen. No, fine. Give me the breakdown. What's the difference, bro? Uh, my my uh, nutritionist and that next door will be better for it. But obviously, out here, a lot of the water is purified. Do you know what I mean? But... Um, yeah, I don't know. I think that water should just come as water and then mm. electrolytes, electrolytes. So you're training at the UFC facility? Yeah, yeah I'm, I'm there at the moment. It's literally just across the across the road from here. Yeah, yeah man. Um, it's good. Got world class facilities. Um, it's got you know stuff for recovery, stuff for um, getting a good work in. Thanks a lot. And um, yeah, calm. So. Is it more because of what it has to offer that you chose the facility over the traditional gritty gym? Uh, I mean, I go, I still go to gritty gyms. To I mean, I've been Miami lately. I've been to um, out here. I've been to gym sparring yesterday. So it's, what gym? Uh, Bones or something. I okay. Think, yeah, oh yeah. fuck, that's yeah. our gym. We missed um, you. Who you were sparring? Um, I don't want to get his Johnny. Uh, Johnny Rice, yeah, oh yeah. my goodness! Yo, yeah. I, 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 so that's crazy. I think I sent you his. I didn't, I didn't expect you to spar him. He's big as fuck, bro. Yeah, <laughs> no problem. But um, yeah, we'll be sparring again. Obviously, come down if you allow. When, it. when? No, they uh, allow me. They love yeah, me over there. They so told me to paint my. They said to paint my logo on the wall because he doesn't want banner. You should. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I think Friday I'll get a few few heavyweights in there. So there'll probably be about two or three of them mixing it in. So that'll be fun. That's crazy. I want to see how that looks with you and Johnny, because Johnny's arms are huge. Mm. Yeah, he's a big guy. Big guy. Were um, you on your toes? Um, you have to come and come and see um, how it is. It's good. It's good work. He's a, you know, 
like you know, he's got good distance control. He's a good, 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 good fighter. So yeah, it's good to get in there, and it'll be good to have him and some other guys mixing it up to really push me. Have you ever worked with Joyce? Yeah, yeah, Joyce. Yeah, we were on the same um, Great Britain team, so me and him got we've got loads of rounds in. Oh, um, but it's been that long. Yeah, no, we've had some as professional, but I, but I would say it's been like two or so years since we've last sparred. But um, I think he's still out here. No, nah, he's nah, he, just, he yeah. left. Yeah, he left. Yeah. He was sparring Johnny and Hunter. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, I was gonna spar Hunter as well, but unfortunately, you know, his fight got pushed back, so yeah. I had to wait. I like, I, 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 I hit him up though. I'm like, yo, how you ain't gonna get that? He's like, man, I, my fight got postponed. Yeah, I'm yeah, taking yeah. a break. Yeah, I'm like, man, you better get that work. Mm-hmm. That'd be so, good for both of us. I mean, I like him. I watched his fight versus Ozek and. Povetkin and stuff like that, so he's he's really good. So that would have been nice, but you know we'll probably yeah. get another time. And, and I mean, I, I don't think you're anything like Huey. Obviously, you sit down on your punches, and you're. I don't think you're on your toes. Any, uh, you know, Huey's more back foot minded. Yeah, I think I, I can be like that. It depends who's in front of me. Do you know what I mean? So I'd have been able to give him good work. And regardless, sometimes it's not even about copying another person's style. It's just about being in there with someone who's. I'm going to keep you sharp and, you know, for me, I'd obviously have to stay sharp with someone like Hunter and he'd have to do the same. Just, I mean, there's a lot of good fighters out here, so, um, you know, I'm happy to just mix it in with everyone and get a little bit of experience. Absolutely. So so what's the goal, man? I mean, obviously, the new trend for the men is, is undisputed. Um, do you think that is something that you and your team can put together or do you foresee the move to heavyweight? It really depends on this year, in my opinion. I think, you know, I'll probably get out, hopefully have a a, a defence soon, um, get through that, God willing. And then as long as I can get some sort of unification end of the year, um, or latest, uh, I'd say end of the year just to put the pressure on, um, then I think so, because then one person has two belts and then you're half the way there. When you've got one belt and there's four people with it, it's very different from like one has two then the other champions have something even more to gain. Do you know what I mean? So, and also the profile increases, so the money increases. Because I think right now, a lot of it is just about money. Um, like, I, I don't think it would be this difficult um, when I was on the come up. I thought, just get a belt and then he's going to want to fight you because he wants two belts. Mm-hmm. But it's really not like that. Um, yeah, it's really, really not like that. So, you are with Eddie? Um, Her, no? At the moment. At the moment. Yeah. So you only have one fight left? I can't talk about it right now. Um, when is this live? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Then, yeah, I'm with Eddie. <laughs> I love that one. Okay. So, because my, my, my thing is, can, and you're also with 258. Um, oh, same, shit. Same, same answer. Oh. Yes. At the um, moment. Yeah. Okay. Okay. That's interesting. So, um. Because I feel like now that Canelo has lost, that Macaboo fight should not be a thing. Yeah. Macaboo should not be sitting around waiting to see, can I get a Canelo fight? Don King doesn't have a network. Is that a fight you think your team could put together now? I do think so. Um, it's more so about um, their side and what they want to do. Do you know what I mean? I think that there's a lot of fights out there. There's a lot of, you know, people, like if you, when you're a champion, you could either hold the belt and just like, okay, I'm going to pick that guy, I'm going to pick that guy. Or you could take risks and box either really good guys or other champions. So it's about their side. And if they want to take a risk against someone like myself, what's there to gain? 
um, obviously more money than you'd get boxing a normal person or another fighter. And um, we'll see. I think that we could put the pressure on and I think that, you know, whatever team I end up with, we'll be able to uh, make something happen. Danny, can you give me a Google search of how many defenses he needs to make to be able to challenge the WBO champion above? Uh, do you think at Cruiserweight you would be uh, easier to unify with the WBA champion? I don't even want to butcher his name. Uh, with him, I think he has a mandatory. That's one that's probably closest because he's, you know, he, like he's not going to ask for as much as some of the other champions. Um, so that one's very likely, but he hasn't boxed in a couple of years and his fight keeps, he has a mandatory that for some reason keeps getting pushed back. So um, we're waiting for that one to happen. Hopefully that happens in the summer. And then that's another one that could potentially happen end of the year. So but I think I think as long as we get one soon, I think it'll be easier to knock them all off. Do you know what I mean? And then, yeah, get to that undisputed fight, whether it's Bradis, whether Bradis has his mandatory and wins and then me and him go on the end of the year. So it's all there. So he's doing mandatory as well. He's got a mandatory. I think it might be one one of these weeks soon. It was mm. meant to be then the guy Bradis? got injured. Bradis, July so. 2nd. July 2nd. Oh, so is it this weekend? Next weekend. Next week, yeah. So, and it's a good fight. You know, Bradis is a good fighter. I think that the guy's boxing has has got the potential to make it a hard fight if Bradis isn't a hundred percent switched on. You know, the guy's southpaw. Um, he's coming game. It's in his hometown. So, yeah, it's in his hometown. Can I get a quick screen share, please? Right here. This is Jai Opitai. Yeah. From uh, Sydney, mm. Australia. The fight is Back in to Australia. Australia. 21 and no 17 KOs. So, we're good, Austin. Isn't Smith with Matchroom? Yeah, and um, same trainer as well. As you? Yeah. Oh, so that's not an interim fight for you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, no. It's not one that I, I, I can see happening. Damn. Because, hmm. like, what do you do in the meantime? You can't get these unifications. Is there a big name in the Cruiserweight division that isn't a champion? Like, a recognizable name that you would want? Mm, it depends, really, on, like... The appetite for it, you know, I've seen a few people have moved up lately who who were who were former champions and weight classes before, like Badu Jack, Badu Jack, okay, and, um, Sergey Kovalev. Those are the two. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So them two, um, but obviously it's about getting into the negotiation period and seeing what. I think what's you available. can offer. I think Kovalev would take it. I, I think, think he so well. a, a, another shot at being a four-time champ. Yeah, I think so as well. I think I think it, he's. A I name. think Badu might take it too. Yeah, we'll see, yeah, we'll see what happens with everyone. How old is Badu now? He's a tough fight, though. Yeah. No, he's thirty eight. Mm. Mm. Yeah, now's the time. How old are you? Lawrence, uh, twenty nine. Uh, what? Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that's Billing Smith says thirty one. Mm. Wow, man. So it's kind of uh, so. I don't know how to phrase this because you're, you're saying you're wit the people that you're with right now. But if you move to heavyweight, I'm assuming it doesn't make sense to stay with them. No, that wouldn't be a reason to um, part ways or anything like that. I think that um, if you're talking about someone like me and AJ, me and AJ are, are closely someone that I look up to as a boxer and as a friend outside of boxing. So it's not one that I'm, you know, looking at and saying that's a fight I want, but, you know. Well, that's um, more what I mean. If... If you are friends and he does win, now he has four of the belts in the division that you're planning to go to. It's kind of a dead end. Yeah, like I said, if we're if we're um, as good friends as I think, you'll maybe relinquish a WBO. And but we'll see anyway. I think that crazier things have happened in in any um, way. So I'm not really. What about Mike Tyson, who told mm -hmm. Jamal Charlo 
Well, if you're Earl's friend, excuse me, Jamel Charlie. Well, he told Jamal okay, about if you're Earl's friend, Earl and Jamel would get together and make big money and fight each other. Fuck that they're friends. Listen, good questions. Uh, that's not one I want to answer right now. I just think, yeah, I think we'll see. I'm just taking it one day at a time. For sure, for sure. So, so what got you into this sport? Uh, for me, I was um, quite overweight when I first started um, boxing. So I was, really? I was, yeah, I was overweight and getting um, bullied in school. So um, I had so a little... So you had a, a late growth spurt? Yeah, no, I was, I was big, but as in it would be the older ones that would um, try it, do you know what I mean? And then um, one day there was an incident at um, my school and then, um, you know, I, you know, handled it violently, as it were. And then um, there was a boxer that was... Like in the school that saw and he's just like no you should come down to the gym whatever so then from there I went down to the gym um, once or twice really liked how, how it felt and then um, once I started losing weight I started um, having fights and yeah we just went from there so not that I know anything much of the United Kingdom but where are you from out there? Uh, London um, and a place called Hackney in London mm. So would would Tundi Ajayi agree that the, that's the roads and that you're from the roads? Um, I wouldn't say I'm from the roads, but definitely the area that I'm um, from and grew up in definitely was, yeah. Okay, okay, Tundi's funny. <laughs> you you know what I'm re- referencing? Yeah. yeah. Uh, the, the press conference, okay. I got a couple of pe- uh, questions from the people. Mr. Adore says, what, what area do you need to improve the most to become the best version of you in the ring right now? Uh, I think um, for myself, it would be um, a bit more composure and um, a bit more um, adjustment making. I think those are the two that I think um, is that I'm working on most. If I'm going to be 100% honest, I think that, you know, when it comes to sparring and whatever else, like, um, you know, if people see my spars and, you know, who I'm sparring and how it's going, um, if I can execute that level of composure on fights instead of just going in, trying to end it and then maybe overshooting shots or missing. Uh, I think that I would show a lot more boxing finesse than some some of my fights have shown. But I think it's, you know, um, you know, every chance, every time I go out is another chance to, you know, demonstrate it. So since you're sparring up, how does that help you? Because I would assume cruiserweights are a lot faster than heavyweights yeah so I spar a lot of heavyweights because they're really up for sparring you know there's a lot of you know cruiserweights that when I ask them to spar or whatever else it's just there's every excuse under the sun not Mm. to um, this is before I became champion it's just always just oh no we might fight or this that and other so I'm in a position where unless I get like a young cruiserweight up and coming or whatever everyone believes that they're a contender and that they shouldn't spar and I just think that probably one of the most stupid things going mm-hmm. as a boxer it's like you um training in the gym every day your coach is going to tell you the man and you're going to spar people that you're better than bash them up and think that you're better than you are and then on the day of a fight reality sets in and then someone shows you like you know the level and I think that you should kind of learn that in the gyms before it gets to fight day so Absolutely. I just think it's I, so I think unfortunately I have to spar heavyweights because they don't have as much um, fear and also they're, um, they've got pride when it comes to me so when I'm in the ring with them it doesn't matter if I'm a champion or whatever else I'm 200 pounds or 210 or 215 when we're sparring so they're thinking I'm not going to get hurt by this guy or I'm not going to let this guy do whatever so um, 
they they are able to bring the best out of me in terms of physical, you know, um, the rough and tough, the getting through the rounds, working. So it's a mixture. So by the time I get in those cruiserweights, they, they just feel very small and very light. Like if you watch my fights, a lot of times it's, you never really see anyone manhandle me or kind of overwhelm me. So um, it's good for that. And then I spar light heavyweights who are faster than cruiserweights who, you know, are able to sort of, I'm not going in there trying to throw, I can't even, because if mm-hmm. you try to throw bombs, they're too quick. So I have to box with them. So I think that's the that's the best way. How how long have you been coming to Vegas? Uh, this is my f- the second time in Vegas. The first time was a different type of trip. This one was more um, training based. So um, I will I be, I'll definitely be coming back. I love the facility there. I love the heat. Um, I love the amount of people that there are here to spar um, if you get your timings right. So it's a good, good place. I have a question. Um, we talked about possibly unification and, and Macabu came up. I mean, originally your roots come from Nigeria, correct? Yeah. yeah. You know, I remember Style Bender, uh, Israel Adesanya, and, and AJ walking out with you with the Nigerian flag. So would you be open to going to Africa for a title unification against uh, Junior Macabu? Yeah, that would be a dream come true um, for me. I think I went back... Um, m- uh, March this year, do you know what I mean? And you know the reaction was insane. I think that you know for the for the country and for the um, the people, like not just in Nigeria but just in Africa, to have big spectacles and have people that have gone um, away. You know, my mum and dad were born in Nigeria, gone away and brought stuff back, like world titles and you know um, you know infrastructure and accolades, bring it back and just um, enjoy. It. Yeah, so that is something that I would very much like. So that's never been a conversation that's been had with your team. I mean, Eddie's pretty international. Um, like I said, it's all one day at a time, seeing what um, the world looks like by the end of the year. So, yeah, something that I've obviously made uh, like clear that I want. But you know, it's not just about saying I want it and getting it. You know, I think you have to earn the right. You know, in terms of popularity, in terms of you know, um, there being an actual infrastructure there to um, to go and you know, um have an have an event like obviously that's me there and it's um it's amazing because there's a lot of passion, a lot of energy, but then it's what arena is it gonna be and what stadium, what's the price point, what's you know, all these other things, you know, and um you know, um we'll we'll get it. Do you think it's still difficult to deal with Don King or you let the promoters promote and the managers manage and you just fight? I I don't know Don King. Uh, I met him once um and Dan was boxing the other day. Um, so, yeah, I, I don't really know anything of that. I don't speak about um, anything to him. Um, it wasn't my show, and none of my business. But I think when it comes down to it, it's all going to come down to numbers, you know. Um, the reality is anyone that watches me knows that I'll be a, a hard fight um, for anyone. And um, you have to be, you know, rewarded for it. So, we'll see. So, uh, obviously... Uh do you feel that the domestic fight between you and Richard Ragpour would be big or? I think it could be. I think, um, you know, it'll take good performances, both ends, uh, maybe one or two. And then that builds into a big fight. He's from a different part of London to myself. So there's a, um, it creates a good sort of backstory. Um, we're both big Nigerian um, cruiserweights, you know. I think it can easily be turned into a big fight, but it's it's like, 
if I have the opportunity to unify as opposed to that fight, I'd always go for unifications. But if in the interim, I realise that these fights aren't Hold possible, up, hold up. My man got the coveted IBO over here. Don't nah, he, he, didn't he beat Gongora? Uh, he, he doesn't have it. Another guy has the IBO. In really? Place. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, so, no, he doesn't have it. Who um, beat Gongora? I'm not sure who uh, that is, but I know that the IBO champion right now is a guy called um, Jack Jack Massey. And that's a that's a... That's a potential. I don't know. It's just in Britain, I'll probably end up fighting a couple of um, the domestic guys. Can I get a screen share, please? Say again. We got Jack Massey right uh, here. Yeah, 21 and 0, 11 KOs. Um, they call him one smack. <laughs> Never heard that. That's pretty unique. Yeah, so he's ranked five in the... Okay. Yeah, so he's he's the one that's got that. Wait, um, so is Gongora a sixty-eight pounder? Maybe I'm messing up here. All right, all right. Well, I got some more coming in, and the next one is from James Valdez in San Antonio, Texas. Says, just curious for all our UK listeners out there, what are your thoughts on the career of Lennox Lewis? I remember being young and always liking his fights. London, stand up. Nice. Yeah, a legendary career. You know, anytime that you're remembered years and years after your career is done, it means that you you, you really accomplished some stuff, you know, undisputed, been in some huge fights, uh, made a lot of money. And, you know, he has the respect worldwide of any, you know, um, you know, legendary world champion. So, yeah, great, great, great career. Um, Ruin of 504, which is New Orleans, says, so exactly who ducked you again? Um, in terms of what? I mean, you could only, you're a boxer. You can only be ducked in the ring. Uh, I don't know. Listen, at the end of the day, I don't really do the, um, you know, exposing and whatever else. Um, anyone that's ducked me will know and have to live with it within themselves or tell themselves whatever story. I think in life there's ideology and then there's reality. And like as boxers, a lot of times we live in an idea, like in our minds, in an idealistic world, I'm going to go in there and I'm going to knock him out with one punch and I'm going to slip this or I'm not scared. I don't want to do this because of this. And you can tell yourself whatever stories, but the reality is, you know, when the lights go off and it's time to close your eyes and go to bed, you know what the truth is, but it is what it is. Very mature, man. I got Dominic in Seattle says, would you move up to heavyweight and would you fancy a fight with Tyson Fury? Um, yes to both. Um, I don't I don't, like. I just don't see why you, you wouldn't fight anyone, especially someone who's accomplished what Tyson Fury's accomplished. Um, you know, I think he's a you know talented, amazing you know um, champion, and you know why wouldn't you go in there and you know um, you know challenge? Have you ever sparred him? Yeah, I sparred him before the first Fury fight um, in LA. So it was maybe 2019. I was. First Fury or, or Wilder? Wilder, sorry. Um, and it was the, yeah, like I said, um, he was coming off the, you know, the first couple of fights and, you know, he was, um, you know, finding his new style and stuff like that. So he's, he's yeah, yeah, that's that's that. But I think obviously since then he's had two, two free fights developed and whatever else. So he's, he's um, yeah, it'll be interesting. What so you- seeing him that first time around, did you expect, all the greatness that came? No. Um, in all honesty, I thought, you know, I actually thought, you know, um, he would have a hard time. Obviously, their first fight was, you know, um, a draw um, back and forth. I didn't think it would really even do that. Um, but then, you know, he went, swapped trainers, you know, um, started being a big man. You know, he's a big guy. He's like, you know, 6'9", 200 and something pounds. Mm-hmm. And he started 
displaying that. Do you know what I mean? In terms of how he's how he's fighting, you know, um, with Wilder, it's one thing because Wilder's not that heavy, but he's really big and athletic. Um, but when I saw him do it to um, Dillian, I thought, okay, wow, yeah, you know, as much as you know, Dillian's been stopped before and stuff like that. It's like it's the manner in which Tyson kind of handled it. So no, no, no stake in the push. Dillian claims. I was knocked out because he pushed me down. I hit my head on a canvas. What do you think? I think he probably was out before he hit the canvas. Yeah, I think I think like when I watched, it wasn't even a thing. Like it's not. I don't think it's a thing. Do you know what I'm saying? Obviously. And you've also sparred with Dillian. Yeah, that but that's years and years ago. Um, I just think when it comes to the thing, it's a good shot, um, and you know that's why. I mean, if it was a problem, the sanctioning bodies would have said, and you know we'd be having a different conversation. Mm. I uh, wanted to how ask, would you do? What What are your thoughts on uh, on Bridgerweight and the WBC? You know they have Bridgerweight, <laughs> Oscar Rivas is uh, you know champion of of that belt. Uh, your thoughts on that? Would you entertain a fight at Bridgerweight? Because obviously, two time, you know, I, I think it'd be a nice bridge gap from nice, cruiser to heavyweight. Nice, nice. You know, yeah. um, why think, not pick it up on the way to heavyweight? Agreed. I think that it's you know it's, I, that freak. Like, why not? Do you know what I mean, I think that it's a um, someone that Rivers. He's someone that we know in England because he's boxed um, Dylan, Dylan White. Yeah, gave gave a great account of himself. Great fight. I think he might have dropped. He did. Yeah, solid, solid fighter. Solid, solid fight. Um, good style. Um, exciting. So it's a hard fight, you know, and I think that that's one that I entertain, especially if me and Bradis aren't able to get it on. It'd be wonderful to win a WBC belt at some point in my career. So, um, yeah. Have you ever been ranked in their sanction? Um, not that I know of, um, but I think, you know, unifications are a good way of doing it. And then secondly, if I say I want to move up to Bridgeway, I'm sure that, you know, something could be worked on. For sure. that There's not a lot of Bridgeways. I mean, they were offering... Do you remember who because do you remember who got the shot? He was supposed to fight someone else before this fight. Isn't this a, even happening like in Colombia or someone on yeah, a Probellum card? Yeah, it's a Colombia mm-hmm. card. But he is from Colombia, right? Yeah, Rivas is. Mm-hmm. I got Young Tigre also in San Antonio that says Nas Ether or Jay Z's takeover. Who won that one? Um, I think. Personally, I think if you like, obviously you have to love and respect Jay Z and what he's gone and accomplished and how his life looks from the outside. But in that one, I'll definitely say Nas. Sorry, New York. Yeah, you tripping? How how did Nas win? What exactly in that verse? It's not. It's not about tilted. What I would say in that scenario is that one of them. Sorry, one of the songs lost the test of time. And even the word that like when you hear Ifar, as much as it's got a you know deeper meaning or whatever else, that's the one that you, you you link back to. So I think that you know the song, if you want to call it that, last last the test of time and the, and the feelings probably to the fact that we're talking about it today. Yeah, like people literally be like, "Oh, you just got Ifar." Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I no, like, I hear you, but that, but 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 <laughs> I don't think that. Like that that verse was fire like that. I feel like Jay's was more Let's see what the chat's saying, Nas. Nas is better. Bro. Nah, stop playing. Ether's a classic. Takeover is the classic. It's like he said, man, you know, bringing a knife to a fist fight. You know what I'm saying? 
Like, it's just different. I don't know. All right, whatever, whatever. <laughs> what else is in your playlist? Uh, me, uh, myself, obviously. My own music's in there. And then um, we've got... Uh, right now, I think uh, I started listening to more American music lately because mm. I, I think I've met too many of the, uh, the English rappers. So uh, I like listening to Americans. Um, you are you playing uh, Drake's new album at all? Hell no! I, yo, I went through Mad Songs. Yes, that shit yeah. trash. Well, I kind of um, liked it. I think uh, it's like the one with him and Lovey Dovey music. The one with him, him and Twenty One. You liked? Okay, I like that. Yeah, I think um, I liked his verse on um, Churchill um, with. Oh, uh, Churchill Downs, yeah, yeah, with Jack Harlow, yeah, yeah, like yeah. That, yeah. I, like I played that, that all the time. That one there, I think. Now Drake's amazing. Like, I think you obviously. Um, I don't think I think he's Canadian, but I still class him as like that, yeah. that whole thing. Um, but yeah, that's one of them songs that I listen to, and it like, it, like I get motivated by stuff that maybe other boxers don't get motivated by. You know, like I haven't got um, kids yet and stuff like that. I just enjoy. Um, I love her. Yeah, I just enjoy the. Um, the the other side, do you know what I mean, um, of life, do you know what I mean. So yeah, I think when you hear when you hear stuff from people like Drake and like Little Babe and whatever else, like as much as it's um, I've, you know, been smart in other ways, I think that to enjoy holidays, trips, you know, jewelry, whatever else, I think it's a massive motivation for me. So I like it. Mm. Speaking of motivation, what are some of your vacation spots that you've been to, and some that you want to take off the list? Mm, I would say, obviously America. I've been, to, but I've been to make, make the the obvious ones. You know, what I mean, LA a few times, Miami, now Vegas. But it's not Vegas is more like casinoy and stuff like that. Um, uh, it was Dubai. What's some of my favorite ones? I think um, places I want to go. You met Floyd in Dubai, right? Yeah, I met, I've met him a couple times. Oh, now. okay. Yeah, but I met him again in 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 Dubai. Um, yeah, I like how I, I like how he rolls. It's not really I like I like it. Even like I don't know how old he's now, like forty something, forty three, forty four, maybe. Yeah, still phenomenal shape. Still, the when he comes into the gym, you know someone's coming into the gym. You know, there's a convoy. There's you know people coming first. It's yeah, it's a, it's a good entrance, and then he puts the work in even at that age. So yeah, but um, yeah, them spots. I think I want to go to somewhere like the Maldives and 45. all that kind of stuff. You reached out to Tabidi? Yeah. What'd he say? Uh he's just getting back into training. So um we'll 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 probably get some work in either end of this week or start of next week. I like this guy. So you your trainer doesn't do it. You reach out to these guys on your own. Yeah, my trainer is currently in England at the moment. Um oh, you came without a trainer. Yeah, so I'm here with two of my um close friends that um also do some other stuff for me, um, but uh, in terms of boxing, yeah, I'm here. Like no, no boxing training. I like, do you know what I mean? I've, yeah, just here ready to get some work, and then when my other stuff sorted out, I'll go and get a crack in with a fight. Interesting. Yeah, I just think obviously boxing training is important. You know, I've got a great coach in Shane McGuigan, but at the same time, like you have to be ready to have a fight because when it's time to have a fight, your coach is in the corner for three minutes and you get one minute with them and then you're by yourself for three minutes. So when it comes to sparring and stuff like that, you know, um, I didn't get hit by accident. So I'm not really worried about sparring somebody, do you know what I mean? Um, or 
whatever. So yeah, I think for everyone, it's good to learn. But this is your first time sparring in America? Um, no, um, but it's my first time like this kind of, you know, at this level and, you know, me hunting for people. But I sparred in Miami a couple of times before and um, when I, but just when I'm on holiday, just come and have a go, but yeah. You reached out to the people at Top Rank, see what they got for you? Um, not Yeah, I don't really have a contact. So maybe you, you got... Yeah, you got, yeah, yeah, yeah. We got somebody. Get the work, Danny. Get yeah. the work, baby. I, oh, man. That's crazy. I would love to see that Tabidi work. Yeah, I love that you came out here. No trainer. That's interesting. You know, we had Craig Richards in here the other day. And, you know, he was speaking highly of the sparring out here. So, have you been out here long enough to actually... Well, you say you sparred Johnny. Anyone other than that? Like, can you already give your, I, can, I guess, opinion on can, training in America? You know, it is. It's, I can see the potential of it. Mm. It's just more, is the culture going to allow it? So, you know, um, certain people might see me and say, that's someone I'm going to fight, so I'm not going to spar him. And... If that's the culture that because I've got that in other places where mm-hmm. it's just like people won't even spar me. Nah, I don't think so because look, Michael Hunter was just sparring Joe Joyce. And I and I and, I, and, and Johnny and, spars everybody. And that's my point. And those are guys that I can say, okay, I rate that. Because you can still Yoka too. Yoka was sparring everybody. Oh, the what the French guy. Yeah. Oh, is he still is he in this? He left oh, already. Okay. I mean, he was getting ready for the Bacoli fight and then that happened. Yeah. What you think of that? Yeah. That yeah. I rate Bacoldi, I do. Um, I, think I rate um, Yoko as well. He was at the 2016 Olympics. Um, these things happen. Um, what's his name? I is, couldn't believe it happened, honestly. What's his name? Brothers with Makabu. Mm-hmm. That's why I'm smiling. Um, the guy that beat him. Yeah, um, I met him in Bacoldi. Mexico. And, and that's when I found out that they were brothers. Yeah. I had no clue. Me neither. I was there cussing him to his brother and he was just... But yeah, it's funny. It's funny when you asked him what you think. He was like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah." Ninety. I know. <laughs> He's like, "Yeah, you know, you know what happened." <laughs> I know that's crazy. Yeah. Um, you got work with Bacoli? Uh, I don't. No, I was there when he was sparring AJ. I don't. Rem- I don't actually remember me and him sparring. Did he look the uh, way he looked in the Yoka fight with AJ? And then I don't mean dominant. I mean. Technique. No, it's always had good technique, but it's diff- like because AJ is so big and um, explosive, it kind of it makes people um, do less. Do le- yeah. Do you know what I'm saying? It's yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, but definitely. that's sparring. Maybe on the fight day he comes out, but then I saw him. That's in strange fight. that you say he's always had good technique. I felt like in that Yoka fight, it was so many clubbing punches. He was yeah. hitting with the inside. Oh, but I mean, it like, was crazy. Okay, when I say technique, I don't mean like throwing with perfect form. I mean like knowing how to how to have a fight. I think people kind of, not in a bad way, but it's just like, I know people who are so technically gifted in terms of throwing punches mm-hmm. exactly the right way, but then they'll get beat up by someone who's clubbing and, Well, that's you know, what happened with yeah, you. I, so. I, I, I thought going into that fight, I'm picking Yoka. There's no way that Bacoli's punches make it. Cause yeah, he's, he's so tall. Because Yoka's so tall and straight that if yeah. he just comes down the pipe, yeah. it's like Yoka will never get... I mean, yeah, Bacoli I exactly will never... But, but that think, shit didn't happen that way. And also, boxing's a physical sport. Like, I think people under underestimate it. Um, yes. The other side of it. Like, there's technique and then there's physicality. Yeah. So it's like, even me, if you see me, like, I think without on my own trumpet too much. A lot of people don't realise how strong strong I like because I'm tall and skinny and like oh we're holding it. They don't realise like how physically like draining it is, how powerful because I'm not even talking about punch, because I don't think I'm the biggest puncher in um the weight class. I'm just a good a good puncher and I pick shots at the right time sometimes. But I think 
as an overall, like, when people are in the ring with me, you see how they box other people and you see what it looks like when we're in there. And I'm, you know, um, I don't say smart. What's I understand that. Um, and I understand the reasons why. That's why I say it's up to me to work on different things, composure, adjustments, because I realise that people talk a great game outside. When they get in there, they fight very differently. So it's up mm-hmm. to me to kind of know when I'm in there with someone, they're going to, they're going to, they're going to sell out the way that they usually fight and they're going to just duck under and try to get close and hold. And, you know, so it's up to me to kind of understand that. What do I do off the back of that? And then I think I'll get some more impressive finishes. I'm glad we went into that because um, he had changed subjects early. I wanted to ask you, how would you deal with the new Fury and that new style? Because you did meet him in the old That's way of yeah. fighting, but now, like you said, he's a, he learned how to fight like a big man. Yeah, so, it's, so it'll be interesting. I... I that's the one that I would like to find out. You know, obviously when you get into training camp for people, that's when you really get to grips with it. Obviously, you know, I'm still quite tall and um, sharp. So it'll be interesting to see how he deals with the in and out. But I think with someone like Fury, who's fit and stuff like that, you don't go in necessarily um, to like bomb him out with headshots and stuff like that. So it's easy to say from here um, now, so, you know, work the body and whatever else. But it'll be, it'll be interesting be interesting because I, I don't think I'll get caught with many shots. So it'll be very interesting to see how it looks and is presented um, with the weight when he tries to lean. Be interesting. I don't I, like it'll be interesting. Right now, it's not the what time. What would you around. do when he's leaning on you? It's hard to say. I think going to the UFC gym, that's a good um, shout as well, learning on different sort of angles. I think that there's arts in all different martial arts that could be, except for kicking stuff, mm-hmm. could be factored into boxing that people kind of neglect. So, for example, if you get uh, an average, I don't, you guys do like an average one seventy wrestler. No, sorry, a really good one seventy wrestler, and then an average two fifty or two two hundred wrestler. The, I believe that the more skilled one is going to, even with the size advantage, will be able to work um, putting them in position. So I think if you learn, you know, how to manipulate someone's weight and whatever, you'll be able to kind of. But it's easier said than done. We have to, we have to see in it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um. You did say that, you know, fighters live in their own world. Mm-hmm. But do you think he would box you or fight you? Uh, I think he's good enough to try and do both. Um, it's, it's, that's one that is hard to say. Um, when we sparred, it was, it was you know, um, some days he would try and use the weight and other days he would uh, try and keep her long. So it's hard to say, you know. Like I said, I, I haven't sparred him in a, in a while and he's completely revamped his style. And that's one that you don't need, like, I, I don't, I don't, like, there's certain fights I don't even want to talk about right this second, do you know what I mean? Um, that's one of them, because I think I'm quite realistic with timelines as well. So, you know, that's a fight that's not going to happen anytime soon. But if as soon as a fight's on the horizon where it could happen in the next six months, 18 months, I'm up for, I'm up for a conversation, but, um, yeah, we'll see. Speaking of fights not happening, totally off subject, not happening, possibly happening, uh, Crawford Spence, who you got? Um, yeah, we have this argument in our group chat all the time. I think I would. Damn, who's in your group chat? Uh, That's interesting. Oh, uh, nice. No, knowing that you'd know. Um, <laughs> I think personally, I need to see them next to each other. Um, I think that my heart would say, yeah, that um, Crawford will, will will win. If I'm honest, yeah. But I love 
Errol Spence in the way he fights because he fights, you know, obviously technical, but he's there and he's Mr. Physicality. I'm going to step forward and I'm going to throw these body shots and you're going to throw your shots. I'm going to block. I'm going to come back. So my thing is that's a great style and it's, it's you know what I mean, undefeated one um, that these titles, people rate him and respect him. But I just think that Crawford, as long as he's, you know, not overwhelmed by the physicality of Spence will just have more, you know, um, boxing attributes as in switching stances, stepping, understanding distance and he'll he'll make it hard for, for um, Spence to just be able to walk him down. Do you know what I'm saying? So it'll be, be interesting. I would say Crawford is a slight favour in my opinion, but I still rate Spence. That fight is rumoured for October 29th wow. here in Vegas. Would you have time to make it or you foresee... I'll find a way. I okay. Think, I think so. And I'd pay whatever the, the premium is because there's some fights that you you want to say that you were there and you and that would be one because I've been a fan of um, both fighters. I boxed on Spencer's undercard when he boxed Kel Brook. I was just starting up as a professional then. So I rated him from then. And then Crawford came and you beat. You boxed on Spencer's un- Oh, because he and fought Kel Brook. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. Yes, yes, and yes. Then, um, and then... Um, Crawford came and beat um, Ricky Burns for the World Cup, and no one really knew who, um, who Crawford, was. Crawford was or how good he was. And he just, you know, he dominated that fight. So from then I started following him and then you just seen him go from strength to strength. So I'm happy that that fight's happening. Is that for like undisputed? Like, yeah. It's quick, like it's so nice to see so many, you know, that's the new in thing to try and get undisputed. undisputed. Do you know what I mean? Because I think for a long time, like even myself, if we're going to talk honestly, it's like I've set myself, I think, since um, the amateurs, when I turned pro, I promised myself that I would never allow myself to just be happy to be in a position. So I remember I qualified for the Olympics and I was just happy to say, oh my, I did it in, you know, 20 fights and, you know, who else has done it in and not be focused on, okay, I'm going to go get gold or whatever else. So I said, when I turned pro, the mindset is, okay, I'm going to win a British title. What's next? I'm going to win you. What's next? And I've kept that. So as soon as I won the world title, I was like, Unify, unify. So I think um, for that to be the mindset of so many now, it's, yeah, it's amazing. It's amazing. Would you, I know you're going to say yes to this, but does it make sense? Be interested in sparring David Benavides. Yeah, of course. Is that the, That's the light heavyweight. Um, super yeah. middle. Oh, super super middle, middle, but they call him a big boy. Yeah. That's why I'm asking if I, that would be intriguing to you. Yeah, um, not for anything. Obviously, I'm, I'll be probably a lot bigger than him, but I think it'll be good for the um, speed work just to see. Because a, a lot of times, it's harder sparring smaller guys because mm-hmm. they're faster. You know, the shots that you're used to, the jabs you land against everyone else are not landing as, as, as sharp. So, yeah, I'll definitely be up for that. Um in sparring, I'm not really like um, going like KO, KO, KO. Like I, I realized in America, they do that. Yeah, I think that's why I said, do you got your trainer and be careful? Because honestly, this is a Vegas thing. Yeah. I, I've been to a lot of gyms. <laughs> sparring, I'm not gonna say it's control, but I'm used to trainers noticing you get hurt and they're like, oh, and they, you know, you okay? Yeah. Take his head gear off, something like, bro, out here they fighting. Yeah, they um, fighting. And I do like that. I do like that. I think it will help in terms of the stuff that I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like I can handle myself as another one. And, you know, I've got good people with me anyway. But I think um, it's a good and a bad thing that, do you know what I mean? I think it's good it in the sense of like, okay, you get conditioned to, to have a tear up. But at the same time, it's like you brought someone like myself, like 
if I'm gonna be completely, you know, real with what I, who I what, who I think I'm and ideology and reality, the reality is, yeah, when certain people come with that energy, it it makes it, it easier and that's worked for me because I know what your intentions are from round one to round twelve. Man. You're here. I'm gonna throw everything and I'm gonna <gasps> and it's not only does it tie you out, it's mentally draining for the for the person and also. You, those guys are the easiest guys to dishearten. Like it's, it's when you see guys who are all about bully tactics, and I see guys posting themselves knocking guys out and sparring and stuff like that. I just think, I was like, what the f-? like? You're like, you can tell that it's a, it's not a great guy that you're in there with, but you gain something from not like I just oh, animal. <laughs> it's just like, but it really is. You get in there with someone who understands boxing to another level of like, okay. If I step this way, you're gonna now have to like. There's so many little intricacies that people don't really pick up on when when you're in an actual competitive fight. Where it's like, no, you're not. I'm not gonna stand here and do fifty fifty with you. Mm-hmm. You throw up, I throw her, and I'm gonna land my bit. It's just like, bro, you'll get picked apart easily by someone who knows what they're doing and has the composure and the mental attributes to kind of say. Because I've been in these gyms and guys are outside the ring screaming. Yes, come on. Let me oh! let, let, come on, man. Like, yeah. It's just like, I've got good like focus on like the task at hand. That's one thing that I'll ha- definitely give so myself. So the outside noise don't... Oh yeah, no, but I've been in gyms in America mainly where it's like, when you're, when you're on like, because like I said, I don't like to bash people up. I like to practice boxing and like, you know, that's why I like how I spar. I know they was talking like, in bones. Yeah. They stay yelling yeah, in so, bones. <laughs> so it's good. And that's not even a discredit to them, but I'm talking about, I've been in loads and it's just all American trainers come over and it's like, it's good because it gears their fighters up. But the reality is, is that when someone is composed, you're actually doing a disservice to your fighter because you're like, you're making them sell out and throw shots that they shouldn't throw. And, oh. Mm. And then, okay, I'm going to step in. And it's like, oh, you've been caught. And, mm. then move. and then they're frustrated going back to the corner. And it's like, I've been in a situation where it's like, I'm being told to do one thing and what's happening on the inside is a very different thing. And when when it's all noise and get him, beat these up, it's just like, you're not actually um, developing. So yeah, interesting. Yo, so can we get like a, a GoFundMe for... Brandon Glayton, get him out here. Um, Handle that shit right here, man. Or you, you think he, that's I something? In, I was I was in Miami. Um, that's that's someone that is nothing really to me. Like do you know what I mean, it's like I know, but I mean, work is work. Oh, in terms of work. Oh hell Listen, yeah, I, he out here. You out here? I, I mean, he's far because he's. I'm pretty sure he's in Atlanta, but uh, you know, I asked him for that work, and um, oh, you did? Yeah, yeah. Like I said, I'm, there's no there's no one out here that I think to myself. Better not. So wait, you asked them how long ago? Mm, when I was in Miami, so not more than two weeks ago, probably like two weeks ago. So what you said, champ? I'm in Miami, or I'm coming to Vegas. You want to meet? Does no, he know I, you out here? Uh, he like, he's he's said stuff before. Mm, yeah, I know, like, I know. That's yeah. why I'm bringing him up. And he's someone that I know because when I'm at, I'm not trying to bash up guys who are not good. I'm mm-hmm. trying to have actual spars and you know, um, bring myself on, bring other people on. And I, yeah, like I said, I reached out and said, yo, like, um, I'm in thing. If you want to get some work, let me know. Um, and, you know, he he um, had other ideas. Do you know what I mean? And, you know, good luck to him. Um, other team. ideas like, no, because we possibly going to fight? Or other ideas like he took it outside of the ring? No. He, anyway, that's a whole other. But no, he, he took it as like, yeah, like, 
that you're someone I want to fight. Why would I, you know, beat okay. your ass for free and stuff like that? Okay. So, uh, I understand so he's thinking that. business. He's not really though, because like, if I'm honest, if I'm like, okay, you look at someone like um, um, Glayton, yeah, solid guy. Um, I seen him box uh, a countryman of mine, um, uh, a Toba. Yeah, and have a have a great fight. You know, fight of the year. You know, almost knock him out and mm-hmm. whatever else. And he's a good fighter. Like if we're going to talk honestly, that um, Clayton's a good fighter. The same way to beat is a good like the, at this level, everyone's a good fighter. Then you have to ask yourself if I'm Clayton. This is me just giving my take on the world, but everyone has their own take. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If you're Clayton or another fighter and then a champion comes to your country and says, let's bar. I think you you don't say we might fight. Why might like fight me? I instead. agree. You, I agree. You get a, and the worst thing is not only do you get experience both ways, you also get opportunity to have actual conversation face to face. You get opportunity to even, I'm not a fan of it, but you get opportunity for a story. Yo, I whooped him. <laughs> do you get where I'm coming from? But if it's, yeah, just, yeah, if it's yeah. just you're on social media saying, oh, I'm on the die, I'll back, it's just like, bro, I would, I could just block you and just, you could ask me about him and I say, who? Yeah. Who's that? And then, but I'll, I don't mind bringing that on him. He's black and, you know, he's trying these things. So big up to him. But in reality, big yeah. Big up to you, man. You're yeah. super mature. How yeah. old are you again? 29. So, bit, so but they say up. it happens at 29, though. Fine. It's time then. Do you know what are, I mean? are you, have you bought a home already? I've, Bought a lot of stuff. Um, have I bought home? Yes, but I had to sell it to. I know that's a whole other thing. But I'm, I'm because they say 29, decision. you want to start buying homes and get married, or you're married. Yeah, I'm. You're, it's very weird that you said that because I've started getting into that kind of mindset um, this year. So that's yeah, very, statistically, very that's it. That's From mad. 29 to 32, men start to look for homes and look for their wife. That is so interesting. I know that they'll probably be laughing in the back room, but that is really interesting. Yeah, interesting fact. Okay, thanks for that. All but right, yeah, yeah. So, right. so yeah, my man Glayton ain't answer. He's probably in the gym. Yeah, man. But uh, yeah, I would. I, man, that would have been good. You yeah. know, get some spice. No, Let's that's see. The thing. No, the thing is, I'm gonna give him a bit more because I saw him ranting on um, Instagram mm-hmm, the other mm-hmm. day, and it's like, um, best of luck uh, in your endeavors. Um, I believe if I'm coming to America, he's one of the top three guys that I would box in America if that was going to be a fight. I think um, the way that he's gone about it in terms of like that, you know, the talk and stuff, mm-hmm. it doesn't, like, as you can tell, I'm not the type of person that's going to buy it. Like, do you know what I mean? Like, I've actually been in real situations. Like, someone chatting rubbish on lines is not going to do nothing for me. So I think he needs to just um, work on his um, approach. He's um, He seems a bit desperate at the moment. And he needs to um, get Bradis' dick out of his mouth as well. Because in that video, all he was doing was, oh, Bradis is a great... It's like, bro, literally just take his dick out. Yeah. <laughs> Let's go! No. <laughs> no, I'm just happy that you ain't, you ain't holding no motherfucker. Well, it's the no. second time you said that. <laughs> no, I'm no, just saying, just, bro. Just, no, but like I said, no. I, and the thing is, is that... He's not holding back. I love no, it. For, for him as well... Um, I want him to, to privately message me and just say thank you for this this moment here because the reality is if it does get down to it and you know um, he's someone that I end up fighting it's, we need to remember like as much as I know what I believe I'll do to him in an actual fight it's like you know it's a choice thing do you know what I mean he's not in a position where I have to do anything yep. for him so 
So what um, you're saying is you'd be blessing him? Hell yeah. yeah and it's the reality. Do you know what I mean? I, I, listen, I'm not here to count anyone's pockets or whatever else, but I'm very um, happy with my situation and my um, trajectory. And it's up to me, but I, I'm the type of person I do enjoy a little bit of back and forth. I do enjoy a little bit of um, spice. I would say I would spy heavyweight. I would fight a glade and I would um, fight a to be. You know what I mean? It's like it's, those things don't bother me because my life, God willing, is is bigger than just boxing. So boxing is a part that I do and I'm going to enjoy it fully as I do it. But yeah, man, big up him. Um, and this is the right this is the right way to get shit done. Um, we still got questions from the people, but what's your thoughts on your stable mate, Daniel Dubois, and just getting that WBA? I think, uh, yeah, he's, uh, obviously, you were there in yeah. support. Yeah, so he, he good, good, um, good for him. Um, he's um young, and he's probably the hardest puncher out of the lot that I've been in there with. Um, just the way it feels and stuff like that. Um, I think he's in a great position because you know right now the top boys are all thirty. To 33, 34, do you know what I mean? So if we're going to talk honestly, it goes in waves. We've had the um, Tyson Free wave. It's still going now, the AJ wave, the Uzzik wave, but they're all in their mid, mid-30s now, do you know what I mean? Uh, AJ might be a little bit late. He might be 32, um, but they all get into that 33, 34 stage. So Dan is 24. So by the time he's 25, 26, 27, all these guys are going to be on their way out and then he's going to be hitting a prime. So... He has a very good shot in, in a good position with being a WBA champion and who knows what could happen. Um, did you expect that Joe Joyce fight? I mean, being a stable mate, were you, were you at the time? Was, we weren't stable mates uh, at the time. So he couldn't prepare with that jab of yours. Yeah, but I just think um, Joe Joyce is probably a hard, is not probably is a hard fight for anyone. You know, he's 6'6", six, six, 200 and whatever pounds, really, really um, good work engine and a good chin. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? So, Especially as a big boy like me, I'm there and it's never trained versus train. It's like, okay, train versus, okay, I'm going to step here. and I'm Yeah, yeah, there. matador. Yeah, and it's and it's that. So that's the only way, I, I think that's the only kind of stuff that causes him problems. Because if you stand in front of him, big guy versus big guy, he can do more. Do you know what I mean? So I just think that that's kind of what happened with him and Dan at the time. I think Dan was a little bit too predictable as well. Um, but since then, he's sharpened up a bit. He throws a lot more punches. He's a lot fitter. So... Um, that's a that's an interesting rematch. Joe's someone that I was on the Great Britain, the Olympic team in 2016 with, so you know it was um it was an interesting interesting proposition. Uh, I got Bougie all the way in Broward that says, uh, "What's good, champ? Thanks for pulling up on us today. First time hearing about you, Sauce. So Come tell on. me, who gave you the best work in sparring, and who you got out of Usyk versus Joshua too? Even with the great Robert Garcia in his corner." I think um, it, the best work came at different times um, in my career. I think there's a there's a young boy that I hope goes on to become a world champion. He comes from a family whose name's um, Moses Atuma. He's got a brother called Carol Atuma and um, that boxes and obviously he's got other family members. And like, he was like, interesting story. Like, so I was preparing for my world title fight. And um, so I was getting in, you know, three or four sparring partners in doing three or four rounds each. And um, I, I brought in um, two heavyweights and um, a cruiserweight to, to come in and live in, in, in camp and whatever else. And um, yeah, yeah, two, yeah, yeah, that's right. And then this guy, and then there's a light heavyweight, yeah? And he's the light heavyweight came in really sharp, 
really accurate, you know, and um, really hard to pin down. So it was good. So I was getting all the work. And then they said, oh, yeah, we've got a brother. Um, he's got a brother to come down. You know, he's, he's a bit bigger. Um, he, like, he could be some good work. And then my coach was like, okay, cool. How old is he? He's like, and they said he's 15. And I was like, well, how am I going to swear 15-year-old? Like, I'm preparing for a world title. Like, what's, what's going on here? Like, do you know what I mean? So I kind of ignored it. Then another day, four guys was in the gym. And then um, I'm sparring two two heavyweights and they got styles that are very like high pace. They're trying to throw bombs. So I have to really pace it and know what I'm doing. So I've done three rounds of one. Then this guy comes into the ring that I haven't sparred before, but he's big. He's like six four, whatever. Um, you know, that doesn't look like anything crazy. He just looks like a big, big guy, maybe a hundred kilos or 220 pounds. Gets him and then uh, my coach whispers my ear, and he's only 15, just go easy. I said, okay, fine, at least I get a couple rounds off. Honestly, I was in shock. I was in shock. Like, I, we, me and the guy still speak about it now. It was like the hardest three rounds that I've ever had. Like, <laughs> no, genuinely, I was in there worried, like, fucking, like, so much. He had power, he had speed, he had, um, he had, um, like, not even technique. He had, like, it's like how he would step. So he would step and commit. So a lot of guys, like, they, spots within themselves but he's got 100% so then I sparred him then sparred him a few like then after that I was like okay this 15 year old has to cut that but then it changed to like where I thought he was someone that would just get in and I would to like I'm preparing the day before for my three or four rounds with this guy and then the rest <laughs> of them are like we'll, I'm still obviously preparing but I'm thinking okay he's getting in second I'm no don't throw no punches here just say conserve some energy for when he comes (laughs) and then um, I love it and then from there like obviously I was very vocal for instantly like yo this guy is sick he's now maybe 17 now damn Um, but he's like he's he's the hardest work that I've had Um, and like yeah I'm not I'm not not full nowhere about saying that yeah him definitely like um and he's he's getting. I think he's sparred Joe. I see him spar AJ. So he's getting. He's only seventeen. Going to be eighteen maybe this year or next year. So, um, but he's already mixing in with you know proper heavyweights. I think he just won the European. Um, oh, what you know amateur something. You know for guys that are under under eighteen. He just he just won. I think oh, he stopped. Okay. He stopped everyone in one round in that tournament. So I think he like yeah beat everyone in in one round. So he's him. That's it. Yeah, I know I spoke about it for like 10 minutes, but... It, he, oh, that's good. Great story. I got Brandon in Houston. It says, from your perspective as a Cruiserweight champ, what was the reason Canelo was targeting Makabu when him when him moving to Cruiser was being talked about? Was it simply due to it being a WBC situation? Or in your mind, was there another reason? I think it's a mixture of the two. The WBC, obviously, he's got a good connection with them. And secondly, if you're going to talk about going up weight... Makabu at the time, um, uh, the probably the best cruiserweight stylistically to box against. Um, he's much shorter, so he's probably five eleven. There wasn't too much of a height difference. Still a big guy, still dangerous. He's also been hurt a few times, and it's been you know documented. Um, so I think he like he, he's probably it's hard to say stylistically, but he'd probably been the weakest of the. Um, the champions, but you know, only time will tell with unifications. The best dad ever, all the way from Baltimore. We rocking with you. Love. Who are your favorite fighters to watch in this new generation? Um, Spence Crawford, um, Javante Davis, Canelo still. Um, 
in the UK, probably Connor Ben, um, Joe Cordino, um, anyone in my gym, uh, mm. my stable mates. Um, who else do I watch? That's got my way to watch. I'm just um, loads. Like I like I like watching boxing with a story. That's my thing though. There's um, I just like watching. But as soon as I hear there's a story, a little bit of rivalry, or like someone's trying to be undisputed, yeah, then I'm in. But yeah, those are the those are the main ones. Uh, Big Casual says, "What up, champ? Were you impressed with the better BF fight over the weekend? And would you take that fight with him if he ever moved up to cruiserweight? Since he just unified." With the WBO strap, not only that, he did say he was interested in moving up. Yeah, I don't see why not. Um, I just think, wait, sorry. Um, Arthur. The one that just um, stopped Joel Smith. Yes. Okay, yeah, cool. So I thought you were talking about the um, the super middleweight, yeah. Oh, yeah, no, 100%. I think he's someone that you, like, you have to rate and respect, you know. Obviously, he, he'll be a smaller guy, but he's got wins in the amateurs over Uzik and various other people. So, you know, he's got... Vast experience, 18 and out, 18 knockouts. I just, I don't see why you wouldn't want to have a, have a tear up with someone like that. Um, yeah, this is the honest answer. I think he, he would be, you know, a bit small, but he's still good t- timing, good power. So, yeah. What's your thoughts? This is James Benitez, Huntsville, Alabama. What's your thoughts on Bridgerweight? Do you think other sanctioning bodies will get involved and take a step forward like the WBC did? Lastly, does Ryan Rosecki or Oscar Rivas fights intrigue you? You obviously answered yes on the Rosecki, I mean the Rivas, and you did give your thoughts on Bridgeway. So I guess the lastly would be Rosecki. Have you ever heard of him? Yes, uh, Ryan. Um, that is a fight that would uh, interest me. You know, he comes um, game. He's a person that would actually be throw in with me. I don't think he would sell out stylistically, so me and him could have a good a good old goal. Um but yeah, I think he's currently I'm not sure actually I don't want to speak on his situation, but yeah, that's a fight that, you know, could could still materialise. I have uh Brandon that says when you hear pundits arguing pound for pound lists, what do you think? Um I need to get better so that I can uh be in the same arguments. Okay. Well, that is the last question, Mr. Coley, a.k.a. The Sauce. Please give out your social media for anybody. Where did you that get the nickname from before we yeah. let you go? The Sauce. True. Well, it just came, just, obviously, we, we know what it means um, just normally, but I think for me it came because I used to work in McDonald's. So What? To, yeah, yeah, I used to work in McDonald's. Oh, that's a great story. Yeah, yeah, that's, yeah, I could, I could tell you that one. But yeah, it's, uh, yeah, so from there, just easy transition over. No, oh, man, bless, man, bless. All right, we're going to go ahead and take this quick picture, so we'll do an intermission. Uh, give out your social media. Uh, it's just Lawrence um, Alcoli, so just the same way it's spelled um, on Insta and Lawrence underscore TKO on Twitter. And uh, my cash app, no, I'm joking. <laughs> <laughs> nah, what about the, the, the single, though? Oh, what, TKO? I'm probably going to drop some more. That's, that's like a year What's or so it? old now, so I've got some more stuff that I'm going to drop. You got a release date on something new? Uh, it depends on how the next week goes, and then oh, you you're recording have, out here. You, you and me can have another another chat in a week. So you're gonna use a recording studio out here? Uh, like I said, you and me will have another chat. All right, all right, week, all yeah. right. Uh, no, well, we, we appreciate you keeping us in the loop, though. Yeah, we're gonna end on this screen share right here. I need to go to Paris with you, uh, Lawrence. Let me get a screen share. Come on, no, that's old school, man. Come on, man. Uh, let's levels, do it. Go on, levels, champ. Go the on. Levels continue to 
It's a rise, brother. <laughs> Go on. Nah, it's over. He said he's looking for marriage now. Oh, he got man. the bug, baby. The All right. We'll be back. <laughs> oh, there's no super chats, though? Go ahead. You guys start. I'll finish these super chats. We got Dr. Right. DeZone that says, Akoli stops Wilder in six. <laughs> Julio Lopez says, uh, what about retiring Mosley? I don't know about that. That's yeah, no, no. definitely not outside I mean, of the conversation. I, would, I think I would like... Funny enough, yeah, when it's like Ruiz and what's his name? The one that he just boxed. Ruiz? Like as heavyweight sort of. Oh, I, oh, to get into the division. Yeah, I think that those two would be like good. Sort Man, of. you and Dillian love Areola. Oh, is he like Areola as well? I don't he know. had one of them at one point. He had one of them at one point. Okay. Me and Dillian, yeah. not the same. <laughs> I got Bones 13 It says I'm a Canelo fan But low key Rather watch Spence Crawford fight Hashtag Texas takeover Julio Guzman Since 2007 There's been Seven deaths in MMA And 21 in boxing Zero in UFC Okay I thought UFC MMA Same shit Just different promotions um, Julio Guzman says I'm a Latino Alright we said that uh, Sosaya We said that Profound We said Said. Profound Dreamer says boxers actually died. Yep, we said that. All right. All right. Is CYP there? All right. Well, we're out of here. Nesta Gibbs, Instagram and Twitter. We have to go. So hate to leave so abruptly, but uh, we'll be back. Manana with a double show. Remember, we are live every single day, 6 a.m. Pacific Standard Time, 9 a.m. Eastern. And we have at least two industry insiders Fighters, boxers, Danny doesn't like when I say that, but I'm going to make it a thing to always say it's fighters and boxers. Because today, guess what? We had a boxer, and she was a fighter. But uh, promoters, managers, all those great things. Catch us on the next one. Arrivederci. Here's to the great American settlers. The millions of you who settled for unsatisfying jobs because they pay the bills. Of course, there is something else you could do if you got something to say. Start a podcast with Spreaker from iHeart and unleash your creative freedom. Maybe even earn enough money to one day tell your old boss, hey, I'm no settler, I'm an explorer. Spreaker.com, S-P-R-E-A-K-E-R. Hustle on over today.